It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. AllGames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holton, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me? And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this week. And welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 177, where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Norma. And I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, click the play button up on the top right. Mingle with the zombies in the chat from all around the world. Mingle with us on the show. Interact. You know, tonight's going to be a big show from The Walking Dead. Uh, last night for the show, thank you. So uh, we want to thank all the zombies in chat and... Uh, Definitely all the people that show up for all games each week. Uh, if you do want to hear us live but you can't join us here over on your Xbox One, now you can download the TuneIn app and add all games radio and you can listen to us live on your Xbox One console. And we need to check the PS4 to see it. Surely it's on the PS4, right, Matt? What, what would it be on? Spotify? No. Tune what in. would the service be? TuneIn? TuneIn. I got TuneIn tune on my, my Android's phone. Um, 
but I don't think I've got it on Look PS4. Look at this guy with his PS4 and his Android. <laughs> Matt will be... In his Canada, what the hell? Matt will be checking it out for us. Uh, but we do want to remind all you guys to go over to ZombieResearchSociety.com. This is the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And on the front page now, you can click that play button <gasps> on the ZombieCast really? banner. Yeah, you know. Promoted, Ted. Some big nice. things coming from us uh, in the Zombie Research Society, which we'll get into uh, here in a second. But go over there to ZombieResearchSociety.com or .org. Check out those guys. Uh, is you know they're the leader of the zombies. You know, you got Romero on the panel over there, Matt Mook, which runs it. A full cast of good guys over there with lots of zombie knowledge, from uh, gaming to movies, anything zombies. ZombieResearchSociety.com. Like I said, we're the official radio show of those guys. And while you're over on the social media, go to Facebook, search ZombieCast, like our page over there. And while you're on the Twitters, look up ZombieCast World. Follow us and click the banner up top, and follow each individual host. Because we love mingling with the zombies each week. So, you know, th there's lots of zombie talk this week, guys. But the elections are in. The elections yeah. are in from the far north. Matt. Oh, oh I was oh, yeah. literally thinking. What the fuck <laughs> was there earthquakes? You know, you know, there was an election last week. And you know what? A hurricane hit the wrong side of the United States, dude. You guys really messed things up for us. Yeah. Did, uh, well, it's did a big Senator red Palpatine, earthquake. Did Palpatine get reelected? Some people think that. I mean, some people think it was a good thing that happened. It's uh, do you guys understand? Let's do a little recap. What were the major parties up for grabs last week? It was Vladimir the Legion of Doom, the Legion of Doom, and the, <laughs> and the, the Justice League. The Justice I League. made it very clear last Justice week. I can see there's worthiness to talking about. I called the tail end, but I heard that Vla <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Uh, yeah, Vladimir won. Putin, the French American, uh, French Canadian, uh, French fry enthusiast. Russian. I heard, uh, I heard uh, Emperor Shao Kahn was re-elected. Yeah, he uh, ran a good campaign. No one can, no one can doubt that. So, Majority, well, well, he he murders those who oppose him. So, it, on live TV too. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, those yeah. pretty so, attacked. So, so was everything safe, Matt? No bombs or no, no, no. I don't know. Craziness. All we did is elect someone that we're going to end up hating another two years. It's like you that's, guys. That's the way it, it is, bro. It doesn't matter who becomes president. It can be it can be Hillary. It can be Trump. It can be uh, yeah. what's his face, the the brain surgeon that that puts you to sleep when he talks. Yeah, we're all gonna hate him in a year anyway. Yeah, you're gonna start off loving him. It could be Trump to America, then you hate him in two years, and then I, yeah. I, I like I personally like Trump, but I do say my fear with Trump is that he's gonna call like Vladimir Putin's wife a tranny or something, and it's <laughs> just with gonna be, oh, ugly. Oh. oh my god, that's not good. Yeah, he's going to yeah. do some kind of slanderous thing. But you know what? Sanders, people, do your research. Sanders is like Trump without the uh, dickishness. He's, he comes across as a crazy old codger, though. How can you? Oh, compared to Trump? He's got that crazy <laughs> hair, and he's up there like, oh, my God, we're going to do this. He seems like a crazy old man. Well, he and, and, he's gonna, and, he, and if he wins eight years, he's going to be like a million by the time he's out of office. It is. He's he's already nine hundred and ninety nine. Yeah, he'll turn he'll turn into he'll turn in he'll turn the White House to the Trump, you know, to the Trump House. No, that's Trump. We're talking about Sanders. By the way, did you see Larry Sanders' uh, impression? Yeah, and that he nailed it. Larry that's, that's Bernie that's Sanders. Awesome. He's I don't know anything about Bernie Sanders much, but I just, every time I see him, like he looks like, like he look yeah. he looks like he should be like building a DeLorean and time traveling. You know, he makes a lot of he says a lot of things Trump is saying. He's just not a weirdo. And every single amount of his campaign has been raised by just normal people. He hasn't taken any money from super PACs or anything. Well, neither is Trump, so but he has $10 billion, sad. so he doesn't need to. Yeah, Trump never needs I love how he makes that one of his campaign things. Like, I don't need money from... Well, no, because you got, like, mountains of cash. Yeah, He's dude. got $10 billion. Well, I'm glad, dude. Our military... He only, he only Air Force One. He can just fly with his helicopter. 
Yeah, yeah they sure. were they were saying if he wins the election and he's in Air Force One, that'll actually be a downgrade. <laughs> That's, awesome. that, that's true. They said his plane is nicer than Air Force One or something. Some yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but I was gonna say, you know, I know our military is not nation building. You know, we're for wars and stuff, dude. But but I'm glad that things <laughs> went smooth up there, man. And uh, <laughs> anything you, you anything you guys could assist uh, from us, and I kid you, mate. You know, I love you, <laughs> man. Well, that's just, you know, and I'm, I'm like, shut up, Sean. You get. I'm sure mean. one of us can house you, and you have a home here. And- and all this Canada stuff, Matt, this is not, we're not really making fun of Canada. We're playing the characters of ugly, stupid Americans, uninformed yes. Americans. Mm, That's playing it. the characters. We're playing <laughs> the characters of dumb, uninformed Americans. Yeah. Like, that, like, like if, if you were from Japan, we'd be on here saying, like, did you get attacked by a dragon this week, Matt? How's the radiation levels this week, Matt? Yeah, you should, hear, a, you should hear Rachel from Australia when she's on. It's all venomous. That's all, like, the forks are sticking to your forehead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, but guys, zombies out there, you know, we've got a campaign which we've, not we, but it's been started this week. And, and hear me out before I turn the reins over to our very own Tedekin. Uh, uh, you know, we've got something that was released uh, that has included a lot of our families here at ZombieCast. Uh, it, you know, it included Ted with the creator, uh, Matt with uh, several voices, and Norma doing a voice, you know, and my son was a part of this. Uh, you know, you got Dave Fenoy a part of this thing. But Ted has been creating a movie over the last six months, and we mm-hmm. talked about it a couple months ago, and it's been a hush-hush. But you know what? Zombie Cash, you know, we produce you a good show each week for free, and we don't ever ask for much. But you know what? We're asking for something this week, and it's a simple share a download, a review mm-hmm. of something that's good. And whether you're into video games or not, it, it, it's, it's This is worth must, it, though. You'll want to. I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's fucking awesome. It, it is, is awesome. awesome. <laughs> so, Ted, Ted, tell us about <laughs> what I'm no talking about, about with Combat I, Kids. I just, I just love Mortal Kombat's like the reason I play video games. It got me into games. I've met Ed Boone, and I've told him that, and he was like, gee, golly, gosh, that's so... And I just have had this idea for a long time, and I was finally like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking make this thing, and uh, of course, as I make it, it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because I just can't not put every idea I have in it. And Matt did a bunch of voices because Matt, Matt's a voice actor, and his voices are awesome. And mm-hmm. we got everybody in there did a great job, and finally, just getting my head around everything, it's finally out, and it's doing okay. We got, we got to get uh, some big people to see it, but it's got like four thousand views in under two days. But um, how did you like to get? How did you get Dave Benoit to do a voice on the? Dave He's our friend. He's our friend. I just, I literally just, I just, I just thought it. We know Dave Benoit. on the show, and he's a big deal voice actor. And I said, I wonder if I could just ask him to do a voice if he'd say it. And I was like, he's never going to reply. And he replied instantly, like, I would love to do it. It's like what? Nice. And yeah, and he, he hey, recorded it. This is Dave Benoit, the voice of. He's doing some Warcraft stuff right now too, some WoW stuff. And he yeah, just was recently in. Um, hold a second. Say so, yes, the Norman muted. Oh yes, the Minecraft. There's like a new little thing on the iPad that you can get Minecraft. What was Dave Fenoy just in that you were all excited about? Uh, Minecraft story mode. The Minecraft story mode. So, so, so was that little Normie I just heard? Yes, it He's is. Some, yeah. Hey, eat, eat properly, little Normie. I see him open up the fridge. <laughs> That's right. strawberries. <laughs> yeah, but but you know what, Ted? Little Normie's a boy. Yes. Oh. Ted, okay. sit down, dude. I want to teach your horn, buddy. Sit down, Ooh, buddy. It's gonna get sexy. Oh, yeah, it's gonna not. get sexy. I, I'm uh, always sitting down. Uh, before you say anything else, you, you know one, one thing. One thing that my son was happy about being a part of this, and and he he had a quick line, but but he was a part of it. But uh, to work with he's, Uncle he's, Matt, he said, more than a, he said more than a few people. There, there's like everybody got credit, but it's funny. Like Norman, it literally goes, yay. 
Oh. But he's in there. And, uh, and SG, the best line is SG. you got to look up uh, Stephen Gibson, SG from uh, R9 cast. Right. The most riveting performance of the whole thing. Yeah. But, but what I was going to say, what I was going to toot Ted's horn about is you, you get all, all these people involved on this thing, and you're still telling us about it. You're going to finish. But, but, like, now my son has officially worked on something that somebody voiced stuff in Star Wars and Transformers and Skylanders. Yeah, and, you know, he's a part of something. Yeah. So, whenever, I, you know, I, I told all my friends, you know, Asha was in this cartoon and freaking, you know, some voices from Transformers and Star Wars and, and you know, the, the Academy Awards and Hulu and, and the BBC Award. I mean, the, the, the NAACP Awards. And, you know, it's, dude, home run, Ted. Home run. Yeah, it's, a, it's an Absolutely. awesome video. Check that it out. Was so, is it so called awesome. Combat Kids with a K, right? Combat Kids with a K on yes, YouTube? Yeah. With a K. Um, trying to yeah, think what else I was going to say. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was like, it was, uh, me, it was like a, uh, <laughs> It was like Muppet Babies meets South Park. Yeah, that's it's that was meant to. It was, that was the concept. It was, it was just Mortal Kombat Muppet Babies version was the concept. But um, trying to think what else I could the say about it. South Park was because the uh, I the the art style that you choose for that is very similar to South Park. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you. I think it runs like, smoother than South Park. It's it's a, it's a little more elaborate than South Park. Yeah, I want to gotta- tell you. I know Matt wants to ask a question Matt, after Matt. Matt got By the way, there's a South there's there's a South Park reference in there for you eagle-eyed viewers. There's a there's a character from South Park in the cartoon. No, I'll, I'll let Norman go. Well, I was just yeah, going to so say. Anyways, what I was going to say. Go, Matt. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll let you go. I'm, I'm going to. No, up. you go, oh. Matt. Matt. So Ted. Go. Yes. <laughs> I feel like a dick, but I feel like that most of the time. So, Ted, when you're putting this together, did you have a consideration for beginning, middle, and end, or did that come organically? Because it started off as a five-minute clip. How did you then say, how am I going to keep people's interest for 24 minutes? Because it did. It kept my interest. It felt like you were telling a story. I don't know. I just, okay, I cool. literally... Question. My, my, th- my thing was, uh, it, it's like you say that, but then you, it's, like, it's going to be five, ten minutes, and you sit down, and you go, wow, I just took 15 seconds to make the characters walk across the screen. Yeah. I mean, so it, that's not. It's time is lot. Time is not as long as you think it is, really. So I mean, uh, and, and I admit there's a lot of things I put in afterwards. Like I, you know, you're working on. You're like, this thing's really good, but I don't have a cool ending. There's got to be like an epic like thing. And I was like, the fucking predators got to show up and blow everybody up. That's the only thing you can do at the end that would be because originally what was going to happen is he was like a uh, Liu Kang was going to knock out Shiva. And then just go, uh, uh, then look up and Cyrax is going to be standing there and go, do, 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 and I'm, blow surprised it, I'm surprised it didn't put Jason in there. Jason is in there. He's in there a whole bunch. Yeah, He's well, in- I was going to say there's games in it. So, so t- tell people why they should tune in. If they don't like Mortal Kombat, there's a game also, right, Ted? <laughs> oh, then people have actually already played the game on YouTube. Yeah, Jason is hidden in the cartoon 13 times. Oh, yeah, there he is? Yeah. He is. You haven't oh, noticed cool. him? I noticed and him two times. Yeah, he's in, yeah. I had and there's been a, a quite a few people on YouTube have said I spotted Jason here and here. I was like, well, you missed eleven of them, and they're like, really? And some guy actually t- uh, put the timestamp on every place he found. Nice. Him. Like, wow, got them all. He went through. But what some about of them, Freddy Krueger. There is a Freddy reference for you eagle-eyed viewers. There's a lot of references. Um, I, I I'm just gonna spoil what the references are. There's a ca- <laughs> there's a shot in there where the camera goes into Melina's mouth and down her throat into her stomach and if you look carefully uh lemmy winks from south park the the rat is in her stomach uh the green lantern's ring is in her stomach mm. freddy krueger's glove <laughs> is in her stomach 
and the license plate yeah. for Jaws that they find inside the shark is in her stomach. Oh, that's cool. So, and <laughs> along a with a bunch of snakes eggs. and piranhas. So, uh, but so yeah. what I want, what I wanted to say is what I really enjoyed about your story is that, you know, it started out just the way the story carried. You know, it started out with, "What should we do today? Let's play a game of hide and seek." And I love how it slowly progressed to the story that mm. it was. It didn't feel forced or like you were just trying to throw a lot of stuff at once. Right, so right. the progression of your story, I thought, was very well put together. Well, thank you. It was, it was definitely a passion it, project. So, um, even and though I feel- it's called combat, it, even though it says combat begins and you see all the characters killing each other, <laughs> they don't really die in Mortal Kombat. No. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. They're love taps. They're not killing each other. They're just love <laughs> taps. Well, Tire Call brings up a good point. That's the thing. Is no one ever dies in Mortal Kombat. They die every game. They're back. And they've even had characters die in the story. Liu Kang was a straight-up zombie in Mortal Kombat 6. Like, and then he's just alive and fine. Johnny Cage was buried and in a grave with a headstone. And I, I did think, you know, this is cute, but I am ultimately horribly killing a bunch of little children. And that might mm. not be cool. Including but Including my son. Including your son, who gets his <laughs> fucking head ripped off. Um, and, 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 and Sean's son gets bitten in half by a dragon. Yeah, I saw um, that. It's awesome, but I, man. But I did think how, <laughs> how you get around that, yeah. how you get around that is at the end, you show scenes for the next episode and all the kids are alive again. And then that makes yeah. it okay. One thing, everybody. I, one thing I thought was funny is you used a lot of kind of like the off-the-cuff stuff that me and Xander recorded. Because all I did oh, is yeah. sit down with him and try to like make him say his lines. And I noticed he used a lot of his like interjections and stuff, which is and funny. That's the, that's the best the, the best stuff in there is like yeah. you sent that <laughs> clip and he just laughs. And that wasn't that wasn't planned. I was like, I've got to put and, that fucking and, laugh. And I like how you brought some of the lesser-known Mortal Kombat characters like Boraicho. <laughs> and Dramen and Darius they're in there just to be killed because they suck. <laughs> yeah, but um, so so check check the show notes. The, a link will be in there for this. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what else I could say about it, but uh, yeah. And a lot of the best lines like were were Matt improvised and Sub Z. Like me and Sub Z spent like a lot of time thinking up ice puns for for Sub Z <laughs> to say because we're yeah. like we wanted to be like Mr. Freeze, but we want the ice puns to actually be relevant to what's happening in the in the fight. So they kind of are relevant, but. Like Matt improvised lines like uh, "That is a burn" that Sector says. <laughs> I didn't plan it. Matt came up with that. Matt came up with the when the baby says "That is a." He's just cut Sub Zero in half, and he says yeah. "That's a boo boo." That wasn't my idea. That was Matt and his baby, and I was like, "That's genius." I'm putting that in there. That's and the awesome. baby. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And the baby. You know the baby screams yeah, and a lot. The music. Oh yeah, the music's really well done. Yeah, how did you do the scream? You yeah, just I mean, repeated it? Was, it all, was all the music from... Did you took all the music from the games? Because it, it, yeah, some, a lot of it sounded familiar. It's all from Mortal Kombat's 4, 9, and 10. And then the Predator song. And then one of the songs... The, the Test Your Kite song is a licensed song. I had to pay $4 to get. But the scream, Matt, I needed a scream. And there's one clip of the baby going, Get over here! Yeah. <laughs> and I just took the yeah and looped it. That's awesome. Nice. And that's okay. how I got this the horrible screen that goes on and on and on. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, Ted. Back whenever I first started podcast, and I mentioned that I really wanted this movie making software, <laughs> and 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 a, a listener bought it for me, and I have it here. But can you run Final Cut Studio Pro? Uh, I think it's a Mac. Is that a Mac? It's a Mac program. It's right? Mac, but, but I mean that's it, a Mac. That's for Mac. Yeah, but. but it's, 
three thousand five hundred dollar programs. Yeah, they use that shit to like they made uh they edited like the social network using that. That's sort of legit thing. Transformers yeah, I mean, was for actually PC, edited. I hear programs it. like After Effects and stuff like. But I was that. gonna pass it along to you. I didn't know if, if if you could still upload it. I mean, yeah, I could upload Windows on my Mac, but but I'll check into that, Ted, because I mean it's, I mean it's literally like one hundred and thirty gigs of movie making well, software. Well, I, I just installed the Windows 10 finally, which I, I enjoy. So, uh, so that'd be good. But but we're gonna talk about it at the end of the show. Also later in the show, guys, we got Sinful Celluloid stopping in. Mr. Chris Ooh. and Miss Dolly Hearts will be swinging Hello in Canadian. for the show. Canadian, yay! Yeah, you know I, I love those guys. And plus, I can't wait to talk to Chris because him, alongside with his buddy and Chocobo Moshpit and his wife, all went to uh, Panic Mountain a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yes, so that's I'm curious right. to hear about that. But guys. We can't wait any longer. Let's do it. We yes. got to talk about uh-huh. The Walking Dead, uh-huh. Season 6, Episode oh. 3. <laughs> Let's get more what of that. Gonna, what are we going to talk uh-huh. about? Called? Uh-huh. Called? Uh-huh. Oh, goody. Called? <laughs> not, not you, Tyre. Instead. Not you, Tyre. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just turned me off, man. God damn it. <laughs> so, so, you know, there's a lot we talk about in this episode. There was a lot of death and destruction. A lot of people maybe. died on this episode. And a lot uh, of people didn't. Maybe a lot of people did. A lot of die. zombies gonna... died too, right? A lot of people yeah. are trying to make us think that somebody died. He yeah. didn't die. He's so not dead. It's, I'm, and I'm getting annoyed by these people screaming on the internet. It's like, I, I, it's like, I swear no! to you, I promise you, he is not dead. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. All right, here's got to go through it. Yes. Let's frame the episode here. What was going on in this episode? All right. So now we are back to them hoarding. Hoarding, herding <laughs> the horde <laughs> away from the they're town. Yeah, they're not keeping the zombies. They're trying to get rid of the zombies. And, you know, pretty much destroy anybody else along the path as long as it's just not them. As Rick said, they're not here to save themselves. They're here to save everybody else. So, you know, we saw the wolves last week, and now we have the continuation of them trying to get rid of these ginormous zombies. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to say hi to Iams in chat so- while I talk. Well, what I was going to ask, you know, we start off in the woods, like you said, Norma. Was there an awkwardness to you guys, or was it just me? As far no, as? There's, there's tension going on. Th- with, there was uh, tension that, that I, I don't know where it came from, but, you know, the whole thing about, you know, I heard what Rick said. He's like, some of us think we'll make it. And I, right. I, 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 I don't yeah. know. It's another argument, just like uh, the guy that died in episode one, uh, the, the guy that was in uh, – what, the vacation? I mean, uh, vac- yes, Vegas vacation. the guy who was against him. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to make a comment about that. Carter. It seems that anytime somebody says anything bad against Rick and how they don't like what he's doing, they die. Mm. Have you... I don't know if I'm liking this. all going, look, look, it's, look, I can't blame Rick. This is like the one time that I can't blame Rick for what's happened. I don't think any of, any of this death is, none of this is Rick's fault. What happened to Alexandria, he tried to warn those people this would happen. They didn't listen. But I will say, they... <laughs> This all seems to be going to, according to Rick's plan. <laughs> like he's not going these, according to Rick's plan. He wants all these Alexandrians dead, and it's ha- and it, he, he's not having to do much to make it happen because they're all stupid. Well, one thing that I noticed was watching the, last week's episode, uh, or no, watching the previews before this one came on. Yeah, it was like scenes from last week. I didn't realize that Rick had told Morgan, "Hey, go back and check on Alexandria." So that's why he mm-hmm. showed up. You know, that, we were talking about you. Know, why did he show up? But yeah, you know, I guess it totally. Slipped all of our minds on that. Did he? But, ra- did he? Did he radio him and say it last night? N- no, no. It, it was whenever uh, right after uh, Carter got his face bit. 
Uh, and then the, the horn started blowing. Rick told Morgan, he said, go check on Alexandria. Oh, okay. So that that's why Morgan just showed up and uh, turned the horn off mm-hmm. uh, whenever they were running. But, but uh, I, you know, I, I kind of didn't understand. I was lost on the geography last night. I, I, I didn't. I don't know where. I don't know where people yeah. were going. I, 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 was, I was lost. I was, I was like, why don't they all when, just go back to Alexandria? I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't understand where Daryl was going when he just drove off. I did. I, There's a few things I didn't quite get. Was right. I think he was just trying to see if there was any loose ends, right? Well, Daryl had known something's going on back at Alexandria, and since he's like in love with Rick, like he split from what he was supposed to be doing, head back to Rick and Alexandria. I think that's what was his whole thing was because he seemed pretty torn about whether to keep on going with the horde or turn around right right yeah i I don't know by the way can i just say daryl should never yell in this show because as soon as he yells he loses all (laughs) coolness to me he does right i I noticed that back around alexander right now (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile like i just uh, i'm grumbly daryl but as soon as he raises his voice he is redneck. It was pretty funny to listen to last night. Norman Reedus is a legit. He's actually from like Jacksonville, Florida, or something. He's he oh, he, he her. I think that's he where Herschel lives. <laughs> well, my I have, I have Ken that lives in Jacksonville, but he uh he Herschel and and um Merle are actual Southern rednecks. They they're just playing themselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, he is a pretty big redneck. Well, I, got, I live in the South, dude. I see I see Dixons everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> see a lot of Dixons? Yeah. Uh-huh. Dick, Dixons what? Dixon, Dixon what? Dixon Dixie apple cider. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that Dixon apple cider? <laughs> no. Dixon cider. <laughs> you, you, I'll send it to you. It's Dixon cider apple cider. It's a preacher talk. He's like, man, my wife likes a nice warm Dixon cider before church. <laughs> but it's all, all of these people talking about Dixon cider. <laughs> Is that a I don't, I don't, I don't it's follow. It's funny. Like Dick and Cider. <laughs> yeah, I think we get it. Oh, oh Ted, Ted didn't get it. Ted said I don't follow. So. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's talking about the penis and the female. So it's hard <laughs> to describe this episode. Yeah. Basically, so the, the group splits up trying to uh, manage this disaster that's going on. Michonne takes off with, uh, is it Heath? Is that the new character's name? Yeah, yes. uh, the dreadlock guy. guy. Yep. Yeah, yep. the dreadlock guy, and then uh, a few Alexandrians. Of course. And then uh, Rick goes off by himself. Daryl and uh, Abraham and what's her nuts are still trying Sasha. to Sasha. Sasha. So like everyone just kind of splits off, and that's and then then Glenn and um, uh, the guy he hated for a little Nick, while Nick. there. Nick. Nick. That's right. Nick, sweaty Nicholas, who's always sweating. Well, yeah. Well, all right. All right. Nicholas and Glenn. Mm-hmm. Was there a certain building that he was on to catch on fire? I was lost about. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Like, I didn't understand that. They were I trying to that. The I'm, feed. I'm with you, Ted. And I guess where they kept the feed is where they can, um, because it's feed and it's grass. They could light up whatever they were trying to light up and lure the zombies. Yeah, away. They were going to go try to light up. There's zombies coming, and they were going to go light up some grass. Well, they, they were going to light up grass yeah. and firecrackers to get them to come towards that direction. Uh, and you because know they were trapped in a pet store, right? So they were like, right. we need to, the horde was coming, and they're like, we need to lure them away from here. Let's start a fire on the other side of town. And then Nick was said, okay, there's a feed place that we can do that. And, and you know what? Did you guys realize something last night? Mm. Me and Ted and Matt have been to the feed and seed. Did we? Yes. You, you remember we were looking at Alexandria, right? Right. To the left, there was a burnt-down village, a burnt-down church, and all these buildings that had been burned. 
Right. Outside the gates of Alexandria. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was that church that was burned with, with the whole top burned out of it. Was that white church? I I, I took pictures of it. Yeah. 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 yeah but, but that's like, you know, I guess you, if, if you've been there, you know, but I mean, it's like right there, right outside the gates of Alexandria was this church and a couple of buildings that were burned down. But, yeah. but but that was that area. If you go back and watch it, you'll be like, well, yeah, I mean, you'll I, recognize it. I thought the burned out church was the edges of Alexandria because they went back to Alexandria. Right. And that's when I saw it. that whole scene that we, we saw up front and personal, right? Right, right. But, you know, yeah. that church that was burned was also like a shot tower. Right. In, in last season, whenever they first got to Alexandria. So it's like they're reusing some stuff, I guess. But look at it, dude. You, it'll blow your mind, man. You'll be like, wow, dude, I, I do remember that. I did recognize a few places. And there were some, like, back alleys that I was like, there must be, this must be something I saw. Because it yes. looked just like Sonoy. It looked like a back yeah. street of Sonoy. All for right. sure. Well, let me explain what I saw on The Walking Dead last night. Once I okay. saw it, and, and I've analyzed it all day today, <laughs> with, with the Feed and Seas store. Yeah, Nicholas, he was having a lot of heartache. He was mm-hmm. having a lot of flashbacks of where he done people wrong. He got a lot of people killed. It was bothering him. Mm-hmm. And I think whenever he got there and he saw that the, the store had been burned, I think he went unconscious. Yeah. And I, and I he, think yeah, we're, he, he I think, I think that we're going to get Glenn waking him up saying, dude, what, what the fuck? Siblings. 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 What does that, what does but, that mean, siblings? Was, yeah. I think people say that before uh, they started like a scene in a movie. Yes. But, to, like, but, uh, warm but, up their but what I was saying, sorry guys, I fell out of my chair. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, Please uh, don't do that. No, again. Not, but, but, but I, I do yeah, want to set up the scene. And, and I'll repeat myself again. Uh, you know, I, I think that he was having a whole lot of heartache. He had just killed one of his buddies that he, you know, he was like, you know, he was pretty much saying, I got these people killed. I've done people wrong. Glenn ended up stressing, I think, in the trance dream that says, hey, man, you're not that guy anymore. You're a good guy. You're a good guy. But yeah, I yeah. think I think we're going to get Glenn waking up Nicholas saying, dude, what the fuck, man? The zombies are coming, dude. What are you doing, dude? You, you, you faded. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. No, it's not a dream. They're not going to dream. No, I don't think so. I think he's just he's just. Otherwise, he's dead. He's going into shock. Let's explain I think he's going into shock. The guy that was under the tire, the wheel, whatever, yeah. was somebody they left behind in the middle of one of their raids. So he was feeling guilt. And Glenn pretty much reminded him, look, you're not that same person. Right. And I think in his last moments, I think that's why he thanked Glenn for making him somewhat more human and realizing of who you know that he really wasn't this that this the monster he used to be he no longer was that but he pretty much said shit. we're not getting out of here alive that's it i'd rather it be on my own terms than anybody else's terms i want to go into that more in detail but i really think we won't be fair if we don't try to go through a little more in the story like i had to yeah. laugh one of the parts, um, well, there's just so much to dissect because we have, they started out with what, six in the crew before Glenn and Nick separated? They were dropping right. like flies in Norman. Yes. And, and I got to say, Norm, I agree with Eli, the, uh, our, mine and your co host of Knuckleballer Radio. He said, What's up with these, what, what, what do you call it? These, uh, uh, what, what do you call it when somebody's real sneaky? Not a sniper. A, a snake in the grass? <laughs> a s- Sneaky. Like covert, like these covert zombies. Stealthy? Stealthy zombies. You, you know, like you all said, he's like, what's up with these stealthy zombies? You got 10 people standing there, and a freaking zombie walks up and bites the dude on the back. 
Yeah, that one guy got killed. That was a little rant. I I don't I've never understood like like Rick came upon that guy just being eaten by three zombies out in the middle of the road. How did that guy get caught? You know, I've never understood how anybody gets caught out in the open. That's like their mistake was they ran into that town and got themselves cornered. They should have just stayed out in the in, out in the fields, and this wouldn't have been a problem. True. Even the backpack guy. Remember that whenever they stole the guy's backpack back in season two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But. What was I gonna say? Um, let's get to the uh, let's get to the let's get to the good stuff because we got celluloid coming on in twenty or so. So is Glenn dead? Let's get to it. No, but I, I want to say one thing too. I used to get Walking Dead on it at the East Coast feed. Now I get it three hours later, and I fucking hate it because I have to avoid the internet. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to hard. avoid the internet, and and I knew and it, I I knew something was gonna happen because it's impossible to avoid everything. And Sean texts is like, "Did you see the show?" I was like. No, he says, well, let me know. And I was like, oh, fuck, I think something's going to happen. And then I I checked. And I apologize for that, dude. I bet people were fucking with you saying Rick died or something. Matt, Ted, Norma always watch it later than me. And I I hate fucking spoiling it, guys. And I hate it, but but I'm like, (laughs) I got to tell you, dude. (laughs) No, you don't. You're like, yes, I get But I'm like, I mean, don't go on social media. I mean, you didn't want that spoiled. I didn't know who was going to go, but it's like Norman Reedus when he says, you're going to cry your eyes out. Well, then you go into that episode knowing someone's going to die. So then when it happens, happen, you're like, yeah. meh, there's no shock. And it's just, and it wasn't you, Sean. It's just people in general. Yeah. Like I'll, for, I'll forget and just check Twitter. And I'm like, Oh shit. I, I did it. And so when it happened, you're just, you're, I was sitting there actually waiting for someone to get killed. Yeah. The whole show that takes we, away the surprise. People are bringing up in chat a good point about these, uh, these ninja zombies, like uh, Sean said. <laughs> are we getting tired of that device? Like, somehow a group of people don't realize a zombie's coming up right behind them? I hate that. Because that happens so much in this show where it's just like, oh, everything's calm. Oh. Wait, somehow the zombie got right up close to us. <laughs> Even though they're all, they were... the zombies are all going, blah, blah. Yeah. I think what they were trying to paint for us, at least in this specific episode, is that, you know, uh, Rick pretty much said, look, these, these people are defenseless. Yeah, you know they're they're not going to make it. So I think they were, but there were people facing. Where, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> people facing the guy walked up. Yeah. Well, there was a couple of interesting things because one of the characters, how he got his leg hurt, which I didn't understand. I watched it twice today. Is um, the one kid was nervous about shooting and he missed and shot the guy in the leg. Right. The one with a yeah. hat. So, but you know, I saw a lot of black retaliation last night too, twice. Black retaliation. <laughs> black retaliation. You know, all yeah, the, the black. Everybody's been complaining about the blacks dying, but you know, like, like, have you ever watched Saving Private Ryan? Yes. And, and you know, they, they'll catch the Jews on fire, and they're like, "Don't shoot them! Let them burn! Let them burn! Let them burn!" Yeah, yeah. What? You know, whenever the dude got eight off the fence and the girl got eight on the sidewalk, I mean, there's, there was no mercy killing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, everybody yeah. thought that. It's like, it's like the guy is sitting there being ripped apart on the other side of the fence, right, and yeah, those him. three people, including Michonne, just sat there looking horrified. It's like, somebody shoot him in yeah. the head. Someone put a knife through his head, like, every other time this happens to somebody. <laughs> I think exactly. I think it's it's the black people, and God bless them, because they, they deserve it. Yeah. They, 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 it's like, it's them getting their sweet vengeance for how they've been treated on The Walking Dead. Yeah. I do have to say, in that moment in um, climbing the fence, I was I was a little disappointed in those men. What happened to ladies first? Poor Michonne. She had to be the last one to climb up. Her and the uh, other guy. Oh, an army and the yeah. zombie apocalypse. <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Those... those and the she's more manly than any of those quality. other people. So, <laughs> you're gonna tell, nor, she's the most capable of all that group. Don't give me this like Freeman. Lewis. Well, ladies first. Well, ladies first. This isn't the Titanic, Norma. 
Oh man. I just no, like there's a lot of things. I, I thought Michonne was notes. gonna die. I, I thought that too. I was like, she's gonna get yanked back into the into the pile of zombies, and she's gonna be the one. And she's gonna be. Well, let's talk she's about the Glenn death because that's the biggest thing, people. Yes. yes. So Matt, tell me, what wh- what do you think? Let's do, let's do a roundtable on this, Matt. Well, okay. let's set up the scene because Glenn and Nick are trapped in an alleyway on top of a garbage dumpster, just surrounded like hordes of zombies. Uh, as Looks far like as you can at see, a dead rising. <laughs> right. Which, I thought of that. I thought really of that. Dead. It was it was a fantastic scene, and then Nick just turns to Glenn and he's like, "Sorry," or no, sorry, he says, "Thank you," he says, which Thank is the title you. of the episode. Shoots himself in the head, which ends up his body kind of pushes Glenn off the dumpster. They both fall, and then you kind of pan out while the zombies just just go to town. And you see Glenn's face; it's all bloody, and it looks like he's screaming. And, and the assumption is he's dead. Up. Yeah. Well, you, you see, see like, you see some guts getting ripped up. Yeah. And I don't know. Go ahead, round table, because we, we well, do I need to discuss. I, I don't think a lot of stuff on social and actually news feeds, real news feeds, talking about Glenn yeah. would know how to survive laying under a body. But I think well, with all the them thing. zombies, it'd be hard to avoid a bite. But Sean, well, I think- you sent a video. Sorry, Ted, but this is a this is a, I think the clincher. You sent a a, a photo, Sean, yeah. showing a new character that's coming up, and in the background is Glenn filming a scene in, in new clothes. Yeah. So like he's Ted in a future episode. Yeah. Ted was well, afraid to post it. I posted I, it. No, here's a, I immediately saw that scene. I was like. I, I swear, like my mind was like, that's all wrong, and it's, there's something more because like that the, the the Glenn scene with Negan is like so iconic. I don't think they're going to spoil that for just to die. He died by getting accidentally bumped off a dumpster into a pile of zombies. Like I just don't think they would do that. And I I immediately was like, no, that wasn't Glenn. He the guy landed on top of him. They're ripping up the other guy's body, and they're creating the illusion that it's Glenn. Hmm. But Glenn's going to shimmy his way. It's going to show Glenn jumping out of a pile of guts in two weeks being like Whoa! and he's alive but the kicker i already thought that and people are going fucking crazy on the internet and then the talking dead comes up and glenn was not in the in memoriam right Hard, hardwick screwed up i think isn't I that think the clincher that he come first of all glenn was not the guest on the show they always have the guy dead and hardwick's like just because he's not here don't jump to conclusions everyone and then they show the in memoriam and it did not say he was dead it just said please don't be dead or something mm. like that. And Hardwick several times is like, well, when he comes back, you know, I mean, you know, maybe flashbacks or or as a zon, you know, I, I think he, I think he jumped the gun about screwed He's up. Not so I think Talking Dead so ruins it a bit, though, don't you think? Because I've you can't really tell who's dead or not. I do not watch because I yeah. like to make my own decisions and you know, kind of. I wanted Lori to be, never went on. It. I want to watch it and make my own assumptions without hearing everybody else's. And once I feel a little affirmed in what I decide, then I don't mind hearing what everybody else says. So I didn't even hear about Hardwick till I kind of started talking a little bit to you guys about what I had seen. But I think, I honestly think he can either try to shimmy under that dumpster or we're going to have uh, Daryl or somebody break off that line and come and find him. They have an idea where he's at. I'm curious as to what uh, Glenn's final thing he had to do before he went out on this mission is. He took out his watch, and I'm not sure exactly what he was trying to do or trying to show us. Mm-hmm. Everything so, seemed like it revolved around Glenn. Even the speech with the guy that was bit in the back. He's like, you know, I come out here and I found a wife, and you know, and you see Glenn in the background. Yeah, I, 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 it seems like everything was foreshadowing Glenn. Or yeah, a lot of things right. were like that. 
Well, I, I just, I totally am. I'm 100 percent convinced he's not dead. I think people are still going crazy and crying. I'm like, and I keep tweeting. I've been tweeting like he's not dead. I get, I've had people tell me, no, he's definitely dead. He's so fucking not dead. And even Doctor of the Dead, who we had last week, tweeted he is totally not dead. He tweeted that today. And there was an article this morning when I woke up. It said. The article is basically called Glenn Probably Not Dead, and you read the article, it says, we've confirmed that Stephen Yun is still on the Georgia Walking Dead set filming new episodes. They've confirmed it. So it's like, he's not dead. He's, yeah. You've all been had! you all have been had! <laughs> They're saving the him for Negan. Yeah. They gotta uh, have spoils to turn it off. They gotta have him come in all bloody like, boy, that was a sticky situation that a baseball bat just cracks him on the head. Don't we, don't we see this and this is what made me think that Glenn is safe. Don't we see at the beginning or towards the end of the first season of the first episode of the season, Glenn all bloodied up. Give me I have a sneeze coming. Hold a second. Okay, I muted it, but it didn't come out. Anyways, so he um you know, that he is, you know, everything broke loose, you know, as, you know, they're in the little infirmity, infirmity, what do you call that, with a hospital, with a new, the little psychologist uh, wannabe doctor girl, as, you know, he, he busts in all bloody by himself. So we see that, right? Yeah. Fellas? Yeah. Hello. Let me up on this. Do we not see that? Or do you think that was misdirection on purpose? Wait, who busted in what? Sorry, I got distracted okay. by things. The first season of this uh-huh. episode, when they are in the infirmity, when um, Maggie's there and they're with the, the the wannabe doctor, the one who wanted to be a doctor, but she became a psychologist and instead. little baby girl, yeah. Yes, and you see him busting through the door and he is all bloody up. And he's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. You know, I don't know if that was just something they gave us then to make us feel once we realized that we're watching the show in, you know, in different <clears throat> chunks. Wait, it was as that did, a did, uh, reassurance? Did they, did they have a scene that Glenn busted through a door all bloody? Yes, and he was by yes. himself. At the beginning of the episode? At the beginning of the episode first episode of season 6. So we might be looking they they you're saying you think they did like a pulp fiction thing like showed a yes. scene that Oh, I don't remember that. Because I, I, I don't like I don't know. Yeah, all I know, all I know is Glenn ain't dead. And in two weeks, after we get the ninety-minute, no pointless, boring Morgan learning kung fu episode that's coming that. next week, it's like why are they doing that? I don't get it. I, I want to see him burn his kill his wife. That might be good. But I don't need to see him learn kung fu for an episode. But Glenn's gonna show up. But we got to move on to to Rick's hand. What's going on yes, with that hand? That's, that's important. They've really and, emphasized a lot that he really hurt. He stabbed a zombie in the head and the knife broke off and he really sliced his hand open or something. And they kept emphasizing that it's really bothering him. It's what, time to what lose does that hand. mean? Does time to lose the hand. In the, in the comic, he loses a hand. How does he lose the hand in the comic, Matt? Uh, someone chops it off for him. I think the Spoiler. governor chops it off, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, but, the governor chopped it. But do you think he's yeah. going to get, like, it's going to get infected or get gangrelous and they're going to have to cut it off? Or I think, I think what so. needs to happen is, I think it needs to get gangrelous and it sort of takes on a zombie life of its own, like Evil Dead 2. <laughs> <laughs> and he, starts, like, cho- he starts choking Carl with it and he can't stop and it's like, he has to cut his own hand off. <laughs> oh, Ted, that's funny. And he puts a mechanical hand on it. There you yeah, go. Then him and Daryl, Daryl gets some old motorcycle parts and builds him a robot hand, and he's like <laughs> punching through walls with it. 
Just, just to and make it, just to really of the Walking Dead. Get them even more X Men. Rick has this giant, like, you know, like Hellboy's hand. He has this giant Hellboy hand. I like it. Wyland says um, in chat, he's not going to lose the hand. But I, I don't know. I think there's some serious significance, or it might be just for those of you who have read the comics, a little oh, you know, kind of moment. But they may not go there. Deal about it though. It was very obvious. It was very obvious about that. Um, one of the things uh, when Rick is in the camper and the wolves jump in, he finds in his pocket a baby food jar. Yeah, what was that about? Oh, I they stole the baby. From, yeah, they stole the baby food. So now Rick has an idea as to what the little town has been facing. Mm. But, but, but my problem with that, a couple times through the show, Rick's like, Rick's like, well, well they'll be all right. They'll defend themselves. They're all right in Alexandria. No, don't worry about it. You know, I got that notion from him. A couple people said that, right? Oh, they'll be all right. They'll fight it off. Hey, we hear the gunshots. They're good. Yeah. And I was like, what? Why aren't they all just running like batshit well, crazy to get back to Alexandria. Well, They're like, oh, Rick, man, they got it. Rick they got said it. it. If we don't, if we don't take care of this horde now, that that's us taking care of ourselves. <clears throat> but if we take care of this horde now, that's us taking care of them. So I think at that point, maybe Rick realizes, well, maybe we should have been a little selfish now that the, he saw the baby jar. In his yeah. Pocket. Yeah. And can we say maybe? that those those guys that came and tried to kill Rick are the are the guys that Morgan hippie ass Morgan. <laughs> Let him go last week, and one of them picked up a gun, and then Rick had to Rick good, Matt just saying, good thing Rick was armed and a responsible <laughs> gun owner, because he'd be dead otherwise. He was able to defend himself because he had his trusty sidearm, and he. But how do those had, guys get guns to begin with, Ted? That's the real problem. He he, ha- he had to do what what pussy pussy Buddhist monk ninja hippie liberal Morgan wouldn't do. It's a harsh wow. world, Matto. Yeah, no, I, I believe gun controls work in this post-apocalyptic situation. I think you're right. You're right, isn't Matt. It funny, you're right, it funny, Matt. It's I not Canada it's... everywhere. It's not Canada all over the world. <laughs> the feels, I swear to God, it feels like they made this episode after the gun control debates. I mean, that, like last week, it really felt like, oh, hey, everybody, good thing we got guns, right? Wink, wink. That seemed to be the whole episode. It felt like it was, wink, it, wink. It was intentionally giving a message. About How did those people even have guns? Didn't they not have guns? That was why they... No, they stole went. it, remember? Yeah, remember the guy, The guy Morgan let the guy go and he picked up, he said, you ain't got guns, we got them. Get out of here. And the guy picked up a gun and ran off. They well, used that yeah, gun really to try incoming, incoming from Matt Moak, first, first sentence, uh, Gwen is alive for sure. So, so there's your answer there, guys. Matt Moak just said that. Yeah. Matt Moak said it. It's and done. it says Matt Moak is typing, so let's see what Matt's going to say. Matt Moak is zombie Jesus, man. He knows, you know, he's like, what he says is what he says is zombie scripture. If he says it, it's, it's fact. <laughs> so I just want to say that Glenn's look was very believable, but I think it wasn't that he was getting hurt. He's just angry. He's just like, oh is... fuck! Here it comes! All this right sh- kind now of I got this shit. Matt said yeah. uh, that they would have been on the Talking Dead, but Lori was not on the Talking Dead, right? Was yeah, but no one wants to look. So at her. she's still alive, though. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, Matt, Matt's t- typing some more. He said, uh, if, if, he said uh, Glenn a lot for sure. Then he said, if he were dead, he would have been on The Talking Dead after the show, just like every other character that has previously died. He's a major character. so Unless they're waiting until that's, it's actually confirmed that he's dead. I can see them doing that. Because right now it's a cliffhanger, right? I think. I think so. Um, well, no, I think with Rick is a cliffhanger. I think with uh, Glenn, everybody's pretty much trying to say it was a done deal. Mm. What 
But you know, you I, know listen, I listen to a lot of instant reaction podcasts. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Norm. I'm sorry. No, I did. I was just going to say <laughs> what I thought was a little cheesy was um, when, oh my gosh, what's his name? Our new character guy with the dreads. Heath Ledger. I thought somebody, yes, Heath. Heath. That's right. I'm like, I know I know the name and I love it. Um, I should know that. When he's reflecting and looking at himself in that pond or lake or whatever you want to call it, you know, I don't know, it just felt like a little forced. Like, I understand what they were trying to say when Michonne, like, freaked out on him and said, you know, you don't understand. You may see what you've seen, but you don't understand. You haven't killed friends. You haven't killed somebody who's trying to kill your friends. Right. And you haven't then later have to kill your you friends. You've covered with turned. so much blood that you don't know if yeah. it's your blood <laughs> exactly. or the zombie blood. And then they show his clean face, like, on the in the lake. And then when he looks up, you see, like, all the blood just off his head. Oh, we got- so I don't, I don't understand if that's... They were trying to make a little point there, or what? Uh, we, we got word from Moak how the next regular episode <laughs> is going to start. Not Matt Moak, this is in stone, guys. This is how it is. <laughs> right? This is, this is, Matt, Matt is Moak went to the top of a mountain and brought these tablets down. It is. <laughs> Matt said uh, the next episode will open with him lying there trying to figure out how to escape before the zombies eat the suicide dude on top of him. Yep. And I could see that happening. Or like a, like a the opening going to cause the zombies to wander off, and Glenn's going to sit there until they leave. And don't you think people are yeah. people are people are so pissed that they they quote unquote kill, kill Glenn? I guarantee there's a bunch of people will be pissed that they didn't kill him. Like how dare they oh, lie to us and make us think that he died? That's Have people well, are like saying, saying this is a sad way for him to go. Other people are saying this is a fantastic <clears throat> way for him to go. It's but just I, I listen to a lot of radio shows that instant reaction. Uh, and, and a lot of people was like, you know, I'll be pissed at the show if he's not dead. They're, they're like, this is just. Like ignorance, and they're entitled dicks. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, 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 I, but I've heard a lot of hate saying, you know, a lot of hate for the show saying, you know, it, it, it's just silly if they do this. It's Entertainment Weekly, they, they had a good. Internet Weekly said it's ridiculous to think that he would not get a single, as, as Sean calls it, nick of the tooth, and all that mess. But I'm like, yeah, that's you know what, that's silly. But it's the fucking Walking Dead, for God's sakes. Yeah, I mean, this John, is the show where this is the show where I don't know if you remember uh, uh, Tyrese had a million zombies. He was just basically committing suicide by zombie. He had a million of them on him, and then five minutes later, he comes running out with his hammer covered in blood. Like I'm fine. That was a great scene. Yeah, so I, I mean, I mean, Glenn, so Glenn, Glenn's avoided death many. Glenn was a guy that was tied to a chair with his hands on his back with a zombie, and he lived in a room. Remember Merle yeah. threw him in that room? Yeah. Well, let's talk so, brass tacks, Ted. You know, John Wayne was never gunned down, was he? He was always the hero. So why, why don't people see that in The Walking Dead? That you can have heroes like somebody to survive a situation like that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like John Wayne, he could have, you know, 50 gunmen around him, but, but he's going to be the hero and escape. Even though, you know, I wonder why people look so realistically to The Walking Dead. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I like, you, you, you can watch spaghetti yeah. westerns and, or, or anything, kung fu movies. I mean, and the impossible happens all the time, but it's never put to look at, uh, realistic look at, judgment. Sean, look at the movie Commando. If you, you know Commando? <laughs> yeah. He had, I had to a let him hundred, go. 100 million bullets were fired at Schwarzenegger. How many hit him? No. I also want to say <laughs> one. one. I also want to say, Walking Dead's pretty good at if someone dies, they make it clear that they're dead in that episode. Right. Either it's you see a dead body, you see a burial, you see them, you see them physically dying. They rarely leave it up to like, are they? Aren't they? Like, yeah. and if he is dead, that's that's a shitty plotting. That's that's a bad pace to open up a show and say, yep, he's dead. 
Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense. So I think Glenn is alive, or else they would have showed him die. Yeah, and they know better. Yeah. They know Glenn's one of the top. He's one of the last originals left. They're going to make an event out of his death when he dies. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but let me ask you, last night was the first, I mean, they're acting in their face expressions. Like, Glenn really looked stressed out. I mean, he, <laughs> he didn't even look like the same person. The same thing with Rick. I mean, he Rick really looked like he was scared to death. Like he didn't know what to do whenever he was sitting. Yeah, in his the, hand the band at the end. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the it, first it was good time acting. he's literally. That's the first time in a while he's looked literally like, oh, Helpless. I'm in over my head. So, but yeah. it seems like he just needed to. It seemed to me like in that situation, I would just climb through the roof of the the. Tr- I mean, they don't. The zombies don't know he's in there. I just can he just lie low and they'd eventually all just pass by. He might I'm, be. I'm yeah, thinking that maybe somebody's going to set like another distress call or something to get the zombies to follow them, that whore to come through and, you know, turn around. I would just climb through the roof, like the, the, the roof thing, and just lie up on the roof, and it's, they can't see me up there. I'd be like, they're going to eventually just move on. Right. They don't know I'm up here. You, you know something I've seen a lot of movie making lately that, that I hate, I honestly hate? <laughs> that there was, there's a Christian movie that came out that had Christian Bale in it. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. Where he was Moses. Chris, Christian Bale. Oh, oh, Christian Bale. Yeah, the, the Moses Chris, movie. What was the Moses Christi- movie? I thought you said. I think Christi- it was actually Christi- Moses, wasn't it? No, it was Noah. Yeah. Noah. No, 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 no. Noah was, was the that was the Exodus. 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 Well, it was on HBO the other day, and, and there's a yeah. scene before that he splits the the ocean and and they walk across the ocean. To where they pan out, and he's standing there talking to the people on the beach. Well, they pan out, and 10 miles down the beach is millions of people. Yeah. And he's making this speech, and people cheering. And as soon as he says, march forward, the whole line marches forward, even 10 miles down. Yeah, they can't hear him. They can't hear him. It's just like the zombie trail. <laughs> Five yeah. miles of zombies. Are they really following that car? Well, I guess and, they're and I'm doing what I just them, right? complained about, about realistic yeah. stuff, but... But I hate that in movies like like Braveheart, you know, sitting there talking and, you know, this guy's five miles down. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been to events with, uh, like, I went to a Rob Zombie event last year at a great, at the at the cemetery. And I was right in the front row and we couldn't fucking hear him yelling at people because the mic wasn't working. But in movies, you could be like a quarter mile back and they hear Mel Gibson. They may take our lives. Like, no, no, no. You'd be back there going, I can't. Bro, we Did can't tell hear what you. Saying? Yeah. What he say? Well, hey, William Wallace, we can't hear you. <laughs> Do we so fight? You... I don't know. I'm just going to fight. Okay. <laughs> See, Eli is going back and forth with me in chat. He's like, I just watched it again. Nick does not fall on top of Glenn. He is dead. And I said, no, Glenn I rewatched alive, it too. He does fall on top he of pulls, it. And Eli's I... like, no, there's stop pulling gift. the straws. There's he's a gift. You. And I know what he's saying. When it shows Glenn laying there, there's nothing on his chest. But whenever he falls, he does fall on him. But then it shows Glenn from the side. And there's nothing on his chest. Uh, Eli's taking a picture <clears throat> for me. <laughs> but I was trying to look at the shirts. I can't remember the shirts. Glenn's got a green one, but like a greenish dark top. And I think uh, Nick had a white one. So I got to look again. But, but I, I do want to say that if Glenn's dead, I mean, all we can say is, and these pictures came out a month ago. If Glenn's dead, why are there photos of Glenn in a brand new clothes, full outfit, with gun holsters, with Daryl Dixon and Jesus, who's not even shown up yet, filming on the show still. They yep. might just be doing that for misdirection because they have people always trying to get the in. They're pretty good about trying to keep us, uh, you know, on the down low. Yeah. Or, I don't think they're that. Or trying to keep though. them, like, all. 
Okay, well, let's get to the end scene. We've got RV problems, guys. We have no, uh, we have no <laughs> Glenn there to fix the RV. When is there ever not no RV Dale? problems on The Walking Dead? For God's sake, <laughs> get rid enough RVs, with the people. RVs already. <laughs> How many they break down every five seconds? That's true. Very, very true. But, uh, but we got problems, and I love the cliffhanger. I really yeah. love the cliffhanger because you know the whole Glenn thing happened. What forty minutes in? There was still twenty minutes left of the show. Uh, but the whole Rick thing, dude, I was feeling it. I was hype about that. I'm excited about that cliffhanger. Yeah, Matt, Matt, what, what's going to happen, dude? All the zombies are coming out surrounding I think Rick. it's like Ted said. He's got to jump on top of that RV or there's, there's got to be a distraction, but there's no way he's shooting himself out of that. But there's no way they zombies, zombies are not smart. They, they have to see you to know you're there. They don't know he's in there. He could just, it seems like he could just go sit in the bathroom on the toilet for an hour and be like, okay, well, they all pass by. Yeah, but they have some weird, like, sometimes the rules get bent in that show all the time, right? Like, <laughs> you could just sneeze and they look over its direction sometimes. Oh, my God, I just clicked on the link. <laughs> I'm what dying because <laughs> Whelan put a little picture on how they died. He, he got a picture on how they died. He need to go look, look oh, at that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, click me the link. Save me the link. Where is it? <laughs> That's oh it's a very gosh. scientific link, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Hold, hold on, Ted. Sorry. I'm sending it. It's like CSI. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ted, Ted, I'm, I'm about to put it in. Skype, well, I'm just Ted. saying, like, and we got to bring, we got to bring a cowboy Chris and on. But I'm saying, uh, my final <laughs> thing is, Glenn. <laughs> see, yeah, that's exactly what happened. You see that? <laughs> and if we know one thing, zombies love eating cunt, so they're not going <laughs> to focus on Glenn. There you go. <laughs> but uh, my final, my final thought, then we'll bring them on. Is uh, Glenn is alive. You've all been had. And he will be back in a couple weeks, and I'm gonna be all ha 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 on the twitters. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't think he's dead. No. Uh, so I'm gonna slowly bring in live on the show because I'm sure that they have uh, a little take on it. Also, dinner bell, guys, who's ready for some dinner? Ding ding mm-hmm. ding. Do you guys really do a dinner bell at home? So so uh, city full cellular guys, go ahead and mute the all games, and I will pull you in. Okay, good. What was that, Norma? Grab a chip. I'm like, do you guys really ring a bell for dinner? At your house? No, that was my iPhone, Norma. Oh. Well, I just said, like, camping. When I get camping as a teenager, we would have a bell that would ring and let us know when meal time was. All right, I'm going to go grab chips. I'll be right back. All right. We're pulling in Mr. Chris. Chip, 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 chip. What's up, Chris? Hey, Chris. How are simple. you? How are you doing? We got Simple Sailor with us. Uh, we're gradually pulling you guys in. We are live on the show right now. Recording. Where's your hat, Chris? I'm, I'm just hanging out. See, I, I don't have it on. This is me but you still, bonding. But you, still, but you still got your, your, uh, your, your, your twin blasters there on your chest. That's right, because I'm ready. Woohoo! Hi, Chris. Hey there. Hi, Norma. How are you? Good about yourself. Oh, not too bad. Oh my god, look at this Halloween setup. Yes! Yeah. Year. Nice. Hi, everyone. Hi, hey. I'm, glad they, I'm glad they finally uh, adopted Halloween There's up in Canada. A lot of people in here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a couple years ago, we did, didn't we? I think they just uh, legislated crowded. it last year. Yeah. yeah. We finally got Halloweening up there. Yeah, it's been nice. Uh, tried it a couple years. I think it's going to catch. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. So, so uh, well, well, we'll get into it, dude. We got, we got some, we might have some Canadian lingo in here tonight. First <laughs> oh, no. Do you want so us much. to talk slower for you guys, or is this a good pace? How about, how about you, 
How about <laughs> E? I, okay, first of all, how about how e, about we talk about how about we talk about where was Ted last weekend? Yeah, I yeah. I was actually ill and didn't make it. That's what happened to me. And then I was supposed to go this weekend and something came up again. So I'm gonna try to get my ass up there next weekend for the final time they're doing it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, Chris, dude, Mr. Simple, dude, I was so happy because our good friend and really. Uh, of Matt's show, Video Game Outsiders, for, you know, one of the strongest people in their community is uh, Chocobo Mosh Pit. And I didn't know he was going that same night. He was like, no one told me you were going this night. He, t- he said, he's like, why aren't you at Pan Mount? I was like, no one told me Chocobo was going too. Yeah, so. he, well, he was supposed to go the week before and it got rained out. But uh, Chocobo yeah. was sitting there, him and his wife, and, and uh, he sent me a picture. He's like, this guy says he's a part of Zombie Cast. And he sent me a picture, and it was, it was sinful. Sayloy's sitting across the table from him, and I was like, "Wow, dude!" I was like, "I was like, that, that's Glenn Danzig's best friend." Did he say something about Glenn Danzig? <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. He's like, th- he says you're Glenn Danzig's best friend. I was just like, "Wow." Someday I'm going to use Chris to meet Glenn Danzig. I'm sure I'm going to use him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But so man, I, how, how so was it? Huh? It was. It was good. It was. It was fun. It was cold. It was foggy as all hell. What was it though? Like, what did you actually do? Yeah, it is okay. It is a full-on action hike experience. Okay. So they really need to. People need to be aware that if you are not somewhat reasonably fit, <laughs> which, which uh, have, have, only Matt is fit. You can see in his picture there. Yeah, yeah he's, like as you can tell, really he is ripped yeah. right there. Well, that was that was in summer. I, I kind of gained a few since then, but yeah. <laughs> I still think Welcome you would be okay. <laughs> you need both legs. I'm just saying. Some of our alpha team were not alpha. <laughs> <laughs> they were like beta test, but um, it was it was good. But wait, it's wait, I mean, really. Do they jump out at you? Do I, you? you, you, you no. What Ted? You said I. All I saw you tweeting like one of the reasons I didn't make it is like I don't feel well, and I was like I got to drive 70 miles, and then. Do and then I heard you tweet something about if you're not in good shape, this is not for you. And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, um, it's a series. It's a hike with a series of escape rooms, and there's an obstacle course and um, activities like hatchet throwing, tomahawk throwing, and there are tight wire walking scenarios, <laughs> things like that. That things like survivor, that if, survivor, yeah. Zombie. Basically, so if you're not fit, you don't need to spend 200 bucks to go out there because it's a waste of your money. But can you lose? Like, can they just be like, okay, you're dead, go home? Or, like, how does that work? <laughs> you know, they should. <laughs> they should just send your ass home. Yeah, it's just like, you paid, but you're yeah, done. Like, how does that work, though? Yeah. You get bit in this, or can you get caught? Yeah, and did you get you to know, paintball shoot zombies and all that stuff? You do, um... Yeah, because they take you at one point to retrieve a crate, and so you're walking in formation, and you're shooting at the zombies. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. You're walking in formation like like American Revolution style? Well, well like, no, door. It's like you're walking where no one ducked, <laughs> like, and they just all sat there, there and got shot you're, for no reason? You're teamed up, you're teamed up in, um, in pairs of two. One takes the right, one takes the left, and you guys just kind of yeah. march back to the camp, and... You don't cross weapons. If they're on your left and you're facing right, you know, that's your partner's job to take them out. And um, just to avoid... And the you don't cross the streams. Ball guns or something? 
Go across the streams. Cross these streams is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Learn that. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the basic gist of it. Um, it's a good one, two, three. I want to say three to four hours. Um, you have a laser tag section at the end where you guys all your your squad is split up into two, and you go ahead and you go into this dark tent maze, and you guys go at each other. Cool. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's active, Oops, but it's you know. <laughs> sorry. But it's active. You need to um you need to be ready for. Right, right. Well, well, you know, I, I, I want to thank you for going for ZombieCast. Uh, first off, and, and you know, and simple say, Lord, you, you guys, you know, you come on here monthly, so you you are a part of ZombieCast. We're a part of you guys, but but we're a part of each other. Was it was that a good experience? <laughs> because you know, I mean, these people, you know, gave us twenty eight uh, trips, you know, and, and cabin stays and all this. So, but you know, it was. Uh, did you enjoy yourself? I very much enjoyed myself. Yes, it's it was a lot of fun. Everybody there was great. They treated you well. The food was really good. I was gonna say most importantly, how was the food? Cool. The food was, was good. Excellent. Did um, they you had like the night in the cabin, by the way. Yeah. Cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods with a door that doesn't lock, so it was a little creepy all night. Because <laughs> <laughs> you think they're gonna yeah. they could they could sneak somebody right? in there just to screw with you as part of the experience. Exactly. So no, it was a lot of fun. It was everything about it was fantastic. So I would recommend it. Nice, nice. Very are nice. You to, are, are you going to Kamikaze this weekend, Chris? I am going on Halloween. Yeah, I got, a, I got, I got a free. I don't know how, but they sent me a free pass because because of this show. I got a free com, a last minute Kamikaze mm-hmm. weekend pass. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna go Saturday, I think. Oh, so you get to hang with Stan Lee. Oh, I love yay. I get to hang with Stanley. <laughs> I've, I've, I've that, that's his Stan comic, That's his convention. Ted, you don't want to. I, yeah. I, I've never hung with Stanley, but I've seen Stanley talk from a distance. That's enough. That's I've enough. Met, I've, that's I've enough. met and spoken with George Romero, which is basically the same thing as meeting Stanley. It's not even close to the same thing no. because George is much more interesting than talking to Stan. <laughs> you got an anti-Stanner on Dude, the phone. I'd what the hell? Happy just to touch the. Yeah. You know what? I guess I just don't care. I just don't care. For, every time I look at him, it's like, why are you still alive? Oh, oh, oh. oh Stan Lee. Like, okay. He's Norma, Norma, yes. fuck poor Stan, because poor Stan <gasps> is not poor. <laughs> poor Stan has more money than God, and he's not talented. <laughs> Rich and untalented is my problem with him. Okay? It's like the Kardashians. No. I can see the Kardashian point, but I do like Stan. <laughs> Chris, you Most and I have met a lot do. of you yeah, yummy, a lot of, yummy celebs all the time. We've met, we've met a lot of famous people, but if you gotten, I'm a, I don't want to act sound like an asshole, but it is a little like you've met so many, you get a little jaded because like I, I, I got to meet and talk to Stan Lee <laughs> like six months ago, and I got a recording for us, and it was like literally later that night. I'm just sitting there going, Romero. holy, or, I mean Romero, and I was like, holy shit, I met George Romero today. It just like dawns on you, like, oh my god, that's amazing. You know, you know what it is. It's just it depends on who. Like, I still get giddy over Cassandra, and she oh, will probably be there. Yeah, and yeah. she'll probably be there all weekend. And I know her, but I still get giddy. Yeah. What about that cat? What about that cat, Freeman Daddy? <laughs> you no, know, I've never I, met I, him in person, but he's, you know, I, makes I was, me a little bit nervous. I was, I was way more nervous to meet. Freeman Daddy and Matt Bradford than I was to meet any celebrity. Oh. I really was. I mean, I mean, not that they're not celebrities, but you know, they're not. But I mean, um, 
but like over the weekend, I wanted to say I went to I went to Halloween Horror Nights over the week or last week, and I get to talk about it. It was fun. Did, did it the same exact shit the year before, just at the Michael Myers house. Blah blah blah. But just walking through Universal Studios, and out of nowhere, Greg Nicotero walks by. It's like, there's fucking Greg Nicotero, and my friend who was I have a friend who works at Horror Nights, and he gets us through all the lines, so we don't have to wait. He's like, right. there's Greg Nicotero. And I, I have no shame. And I just ran right up to him. I'm like, Greg Nicotero! <laughs> and I just don't care. And he's like, yes. I was like, fan of your work. And he's like, they always say, here's what they always say, Chris. What's your name? They, every celebrity says, I'm like, Ted. And they shake your hand. And you're like, nice to Even though I met him at Walker Stalker last year. But yeah, it's like, oh, I just met Greg Nicotero. Now he's on the Chris Hardwick show. Hey, it's it's pretty awesome. It It is a very... Nice feeling, except I'm not ballsy enough. I'd be like, um, maybe they'll come and talk to me. And I'd be like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am, like, very, you know, as, you know, as, as like I seem to be when it comes to stuff like that, I'm very introverted. You know Alex Esso, and I know I've met her. Yeah. Know, star guys, and, like, she was on this show a while ago talking about how right. she does not have the balls to walk up to p- famous people and talk to them. She gets too nervous. And I was like, well, to me, she was famous. I love that movie, and she was famous to me. And right. I said, you got you to just go be like me. I saw her, and I, I, I didn't even care. I was like, holy shit, Starry Eyes girl. And I beelined right into her face. Starry Eyes was fucking awesome. Did, 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 did. <laughs> who, who, ca- who cares, Chris? Just go for it, right? Well, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I've gotten to the point now where it's weird, but I'll have celebrity, you know, our horror community celebrities come up to me if I don't know them because they know who I am. So it's kind of cool. Who doesn't know Chris Jimenez? Like, Tiffany Shep is, is like, she came up and gave me a hug, and I had to tell her, like, no, we've never met before. I wasn't hurting, trust me, but I had to correct her and say, no, we don't actually know each other. That's so cool, though. That well, is I, awesome. I want to say one last thing that we're going to bring in Miranda, because, you know, like, Miranda's sitting there looking all cute and everything, so we got to bring her in. But hot. I went to the, uh, yeah, it's hot. Look at her. Hot. Hot. Um, hot. Tales, Tales of Hall- I went to the Tales yeah. of Halloween premiere. Chris, you were at the Tales of Halloween premiere. Yeah. And I was just yeah, I'm, I'm walking out of the the theater. I didn't like it. What? It's that's yeah, Matt didn't like Tales of Halloween. What do you think of Tales what? of Halloween? What wait, wait, hold on. Okay. Pause <laughs> for one second and then you can get back to the awesome screen fest or yeah, screen fest story. Screen fest. Okay. Um Matt. <laughs> hey buddy. Um <laughs> I, I I I don't want to burn time on this, but so very precisely. Um what is your fucking mm. problem? What's your fucking <laughs> problem? <laughs> well, it's a very astute, it's a very astute question. Uh, um, first of all, I love Alex and I did. I'm not saying this to, for lip service, but the part she was in was good. I don't, it just the, the value of production didn't draw me in as much as I thought it would. Um, maybe it was the, the, the direction, but it felt like I was watch. I, I was truly watching like a, a good student project. What was it I, produced by the Special Olympics? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go stand in the corner. Thank you, Tiger. Okay. You don't have webcams, but Chris's face was priceless when he said that. <laughs> okay, both of you fuckers are on pause. Ted, continue. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was good. I, thought, I, I was not bored by any segment because they were over so quick. It's kind of genius. They're ten minutes long. If you're not liking when it's over. I liked it. Uh, but what I was saying, I was walking out of the theater. And I just look left, and I'm walking next to Serena Vincent, the beautiful Serena Vincent. And I just literally, as I don't give a shit, I was like, Serena Vincent, I met you at Bowling for Boobies. And she was like, I remember you. And I was like, no, you don't. And she's like, I, <laughs> oh, I, I, I was like, you don't. 
she she, she's like, I, it's like, I totally remember. And then I ran into her, like later, like an hour later, she was standing behind me and I didn't know it. And I bumped into her and I turned around and she's like, we both did this like, help! and gave each other a big hug. And yeah, that's a beautiful woman. I tell you what. She was dressed as Jessica Rabbit at the party the other night. Ugh. Oh, nice. she's the she's the leg shaver girl in cabin fever for you uh, listeners oh, she was she was jessica rabbit that. for uh sean decker's party the other night and she's also in uh the the movie um not another teen movie she plays the shannon shannon elizabeth parody where she's just naked the whole movie yes that's nice. her who's sean she decker a- he added me on facebook is is i see him in your yeah. guys pictures he's uh he's a journalist and a producer right, right. very cool but then I got to meet a uh, Lin Shay who I've met before, su- super sweet. Lin Shay sweet, and Lee Winnell was there, and I, I, I kept staring at this guy. He's got a Rambo shirt on. And I love Rambo, so I kept staring at this Rambo shirt. And then your eyes paint realized, oh, it's, I've been staring at Lee Winnell's Rambo shirt for five minutes, not even realizing it's Lee Winnell. And uh, we had a little back and forth about how awesome Rambo is. <laughs> like, you don't know who I met that was famous. I was a little nervous about. Who's that? Who? Do you remember the Bob Newhart show? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Larry Daryl and Daryl? Yeah. Well, well, I went to, you know, in my neighborhood where I live, we have the, the PGA golf tournaments. It, I, I live in a nice neighborhood, but, but the, the PGA golf tournament comes here, and I'm John Volstadt was there, and everybody was rolling up to him talking about, uh, you know, it was the blonde-headed Daryl, the one that never speaks, but I was nervous about meeting, but, uh, yeah, he was in stripes with Bill Murray. Yeah. And, and I was the one to talk to him about that, but, man, I was nervous. I can't imagine I, meeting Kiefer Sutherland. The only oh, yeah. person that made me nervous. That would ever... make Ted nervous. Go ahead. I've met Kiefer Sutherland. I ran into him in a hotel lobby once, and I, I had a 24 shirt on, coincidentally. Nice. Yeah. And he probably thought you were following him. Dude, no, <laughs> I, he was stalker. drunk off his ass, as expected, and I, yep. my brother was with me. I, we, we, we were like, my brother and I were literally like, let's corner him in. And we went around opposite sides of the bar to corner him in. <laughs> and I walked up to him. I was like, Mr. Sutherland. And he looked at me, and I pointed at my CTU logo. <laughs> that dude it's... fucking almost pulled me and started to hug. He's like, thank you so much. We do the show because we fucking love you guys. Why is it every friend of mine who has a Kiefer story starts <laughs> off with, we were in a bar, <laughs> and he was loaded. Yo, yo Emilio. Yo, Emilio. Actual, actual okay. story. Here's, an actual, here's a Kiefer Sutherland quote for you, Chris. My brother said to him, uh, he and he would he almost wouldn't leave us alone. He got to where he was like hanging around us and like kept like That's kept awesome. shaking my hand and and my brother said he's like how are you? Do-? My brother was my brother said he was so tempted just to start going Michael, but he couldn't do it. But he said how are you doing? Actual Kiefer Sutherland quote everybody, dude I am so fucking lit. <laughs> <laughs> See it's it's all those fucking Canadians. Hey. Speaking of Canadians, speaking of Canadians, Miranda a- Miranda Andrews, uh, Dolly Hearts is here. What's going on, Dolly? Yeah, well, I uh, kind of met my first little group of celebrities in the last month and a half, too, guys. Who? Who? I got to go to uh, the Toronto International Film Festival, TIFF, this year, and I got yes. to go to the world premiere of The Girl in the Photograph by Nick Simon. So I got to meet the whole cast and crew, um, most notably Dean Cundy, the famous cinematographer. Yeah, yeah. I, I like those pics, Dolly, on your Instagram. How was it this year? It was well, awesome. Cool. Let's see. Wait. Oh, no. no, tell them Nor- about who. Norman Reedus was up there, right? Or, or somebody from The Walking Dead I saw at the Toronto Film Festival. I believe he was, yes. Um, I mean, Tiff was awesome. Toronto's 
fully shut down for Tiff. I mean, parties on every block. The, the town comes alive when Tiff comes into the city. Was yeah. uh, was uh, sorry. Was uh, w- Matt said that there was going to be an appearance of Celine Dion there? <laughs> yeah, I, I heard her oh. and Brian Adams were going to do a duet. Yeah, know about that. <laughs> Billy Talent, that's Canadian, right? <laughs> Try oh, I honesty. Try. I don't think Matt. so. No, Matt, why don't you go to Tiff? Why don't you go to Tiff and hang out with a uh, Dolly Hearts? Yeah, well, she didn't invite me. A. Oh, you never even thought you could do my plus one, Matt. I could have totally <laughs> next time, next year. Hey, Mariana, I'm going to go uh, to an event all weekend as plus one of Dolly Hearts. Here, here's, her, here's her pick. Look how hot she is. Let's It'll go totally to, uh, pan out. It'll totally Monday. pan out. Yeah, do, you you look look like, like, do you look like in a picture? Because you can come anywhere with me if, if, if you're going to dress like that. That's, that, 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 <laughs> I'm going to disappoint exactly you hardcore, Dolly. <laughs> you might yeah. get a little cold, though, here in a couple weeks. But there's Man. Well, I want to go to the Toronto Fan Expo because that's supposed to be pretty good for meeting uh, a lot of the horror people too. So I'm going to try to get into that next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I Let's do that. Let's report live on location next year from the Let's Toronto Fan Expo. That would be cool. All right. I'll come up. You no, should. Okay. no, no, that's fine, Shauna. Matt and Dolly will we'll take it. <laughs> I need I need a roomie. Matt. Yeah, buddy, you can room with me. Matt's, Matt's booked up, Dolly. I need a... <laughs> All right, well, come on up. We'll go. I kid, I kid. It'd be a good party for sure. It would, it would be, be, I think. So, hey, Ted. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say everybody should follow uh, Sinful Saloid and Dolly on uh, on Instagram. And you know, I tagged the wrong the wrong Dolly today. So some some <laughs> other Dolly thought she was coming. Tag Dolly the sheep. Yeah. <laughs> and I apologize Bye, for that. <laughs> Like, some some other one's sitting there waiting in front of her computer for like her Skype to like ring up. <laughs> this long-haired hippie guy is gonna call me. I, I want to <laughs> tell Dolly and at Sinville, like I don't know what these, these pictures you're always posting of yourself. Where are those Photoshop? Where you're like, you'll be getting like it's these these crazy pictures. You know the pictures. I love it. It's like they're all like It's like the pictures. You know the pic. I, I can't the describe pictures. them, but there's, there's crazy pictures. Comet. Yeah, it'll be you like. It, 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 and I don't, I don't know if that's photo sets you like with a crazy grain, and you're like, you're eating someone's face off, or there's all sorts <laughs> of weird stuff happening in the pictures, and they get posted like every other day. That's what she does. The... Oh, no. <laughs> is that sinful celluloid doing some photoshopping, or is that real? What's going on? Well, it's, it's sinful celluloid with a with a camera taking pictures live of what's going on, because that's how we kill time. Ah. So, so Dolly Hearts what? has actually killed people for photography up in her, up in her apartment. Or up her well, we, well, um, would you say it like that over the internet? No, that's no, not no, that's... Or no, no, no FBI who's listening. None of not. that going on. It what, is. Well, all Photoshop. <laughs> well, I was curious. It was. It, is the Adidas shirt picture photoshopped? No, no. I think it's her work, a... working out. <laughs> yeah, you seem to work out a lot. You can you can probably beat us all up. I've noticed you work out a ton, right? I do, and I wanted to say, Ted. You know, you're supposed to be a zombie pro. You need to be working on your cardio. There you go. Well, who needs to look at? Fuck, I'm just gonna get behind Matt here. Look at that picture. <laughs> <laughs> can I can so yeah, let's let's, let's drive Matt over to Panic Mountain. He'll he'll, conquer, <laughs> he'll, he'll climb that mountain like Rocky and Rocky. You're Floyd. gonna do like the the Marty McFly. Just get your skateboard holding to Matt's pants, and as he's running, you're just riding behind. <laughs> I really. Zombies are gonna break their teeth on his abs. <laughs> yeah. 
I just, I just sent you guys that it's picture. There's one of them pictures in the mirror with Dolly. Sure is not. It's I sure sent it is. to our private chat. The Adidas shirt. Creeper. What are you doing? But it's a sinful picture on there also. Sean. <laughs> no, it's a sinful celluloid picture that uh, Ted was talking about. It says pre- oh, it's press pass. And now, now I sound like a creeper. Yeah, I was, I was in the in the private zombie guest chat. Like, guy, look how fucking hot Dolly is in this picture. Holy shit! All right. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Yes. So we, I want to have Chris, Chris. Chris, you're Chris hot talks. too, by the way. Oh, thank you. I love Chris. Chris, I've got a picture sexy. of you on my hard drive. Chris is a charismatic man. The only man more charismatic than Chris is Sean Keller. But anyway, uh, that's a little inside joke. But anyway, um, <laughs> I want to ask you guys about Walking Dead. Are you still walk- watching, or do you give up, Chris? I know you. I know uh, Dolly. I think you like. No, I saw you like tweets or something. So you I'm on. Watching. I'm on board this season, and so is she. Yeah, this season started off really awesome. Back to the zombies. I like the action. So it is goodness. So yes, you know, know what happened. Everybody needs to calm down, put the <laughs> alcohol away and the drugs and whatever else because <laughs> it's right. not all that. Right. Trust me. Glenn, Glenn alive. Glenn's alive, right? That's a, the biggest. Like they're misleading and everybody's going nuts over nothing and people are crazy and it's like. I saw people like I'm never watching. I saw people like like Allison Hayslip, who's pretty famous, was even bitching. They've ruined the show by what they did tonight. It's like, good Shut lord, he's not themselves. <laughs> I mean, this I... is how I feel about this. Go, go ahead, Chris. No, no, go. Go. Go I want to know how Ladies you feel. Well, I was Norma, just going right? Damn it, Michelle <laughs> Michonne should have been number one on that. Anyway, thanks, Michonne. So... She's a woman should have been allowed over the fence first, and then the <laughs> man mansplaining it. Ted. In the, right. the zombie apocalypse, I said I don't think it applies in the zombie apocalypse. Well, that and more importantly, when Michonne is in the room, she makes every man in there a I woman. I said that too. I, I said. I said, yeah, Michonne is not. This is not like. Yeah, you know what I mean. I said the exact same thing. You don't. It's not Lori. Lori, you put over the fence. Maggie, even you put her over the fence. Michonne, <laughs> Michonne's got her it. But Norma, what were you right, exactly? She, what were you going to say, Norma? Michonne is like grabbing up by her teeth. Um, what was I going to say? Crap! What were we talking about? Oh, no, wait. <laughs> the fence. Keep going. Now I, I lost my train of thought. The fence. The climb of the fence. Okay. Okay. About about Glenn. This is how I feel because he is my favorite character. If you take him out, it would suck. I would have to be in a really good kind of way, and I would not stop watching because of that. I'd still be intrigued to keep watching the show. I just think that um, I just don't think he's out now. I don't think they would take him out in this in this way. And not in that fashion. I either. agree. But again, if he goes, if Norman Reedus goes, I'm. It's not like I would stop watching the show. I don't watch the show just specifically for one character. I watch it for what it's giving to me as far as storyline and the zombies as well. Right. And and That's I would all. need to see That's how nice. Maggie's affected by it. I'd need mm-hmm. to know. Yes. Absolutely. I watch the show because it's like Star Wars, like the, the prequel trilogy. You don't <laughs> like them. You can't stand up, but you still went and watched each one in the theater twice or three times, even though uh-huh. they suck. That's how I feel about Walking Dead. I don't like it. I hate what? the characters. But I keep watching. Oh, here's my thing. Going to what Norma just said. I have vowed time and again. If Glenn, Maggie, Daryl, or Carol die, I'm out. I cannot stand Rick. 
I really Whoa. can't stand Carl. I just, I don't Whoa. care about those people. Carl. I am the guy every season who wants to kill those people. Carl especially. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, in my show, it's only about four people. Kind of like Xena was really just about Gabrielle and a bunch of people that hung around her. It's how I feel about The Walking Dead. <laughs> By the way, Dolly, you saw my badass uh, Rick Grimes Halloween costume. Say. I love yeah. that. Good job. <laughs> yeah, hey, Chris, why, why weren't you at Halloween Horror Trivia? What's up, brah? Uh, hello. Last night of uh, Scream Fest Paranormal Activity premiere. Ooh, how is oh, really? that? It was... it's... Yeah, tell us. No. <laughs> no. no. Is no. it good? Just no. Did, did they, they made three no? bad ones in a row. And let's put it this way: I like the Mark ones. I think four is a better film than this one. Hmm. Oh, and four was like the pile of garbage. Four yeah, was terrible. With the, with the exception I... of that hot little fifteen-year-old, it was terrible. <laughs> Right? No, she's 18 now, and she's, like, oh, okay. taller so, than me. She so was it's at, okay. She was over there. Okay. So it's okay. Um, <laughs> so it's okay. Let's put it this way. I liked it. It's not good. Hmm. Like, okay. It's, to, wrap up, to wrap up a series with a bunch of characters that you've never met before and not bring in any characters at all, and you know who I'm talking about, she doesn't make an appearance. Katie Featherstone a, does not show up? No, Katie's not there. So it's a bad every, move. She's in, even in the marked ones had nothing to do with her. They forced her in at the end. They shoehorned her in. It's a bad move. Hmm. That's dumb. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, you know... It Scary, was at least? It, it, it has its moments. Like I said, it's not bad. It's just to finish off the series with all your questions are going to be answered. And to, to do that, it's a, it's a bad move. Because well, you I have was... expectations. Chris, my problem with the marked ones, and I've said this many times, at the very end, well, first of all, I thought they just ripped off Chronicle and made Paranormal Activity superheroes, but at the end, in the first Paranormal Activity, which I thought was a great movie, it ends with her running downstairs, and she screams because she sees something so horrible down in the kitchen, she screams, Mika runs down, and then in the marked ones, they established that what she saw in the first movie was that Mexican kid came out of the, 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 the space portal and was standing in the kitchen, and that's what she saw down there made her scream. Right. And well, that... if I saw a kid come out of a portal in a fucking kitchen, I would scream too. <laughs> but it wasn't, like, it wasn't like a creepy, scary kid. It was like some kid with a sideways baseball cap, like, hey, Holmes, what's going on? And I don't like, care. What? It's someone who came out of a portal. It could be a puppy. <laughs> but Ted's on to something because that kind of – Ruins the first scare. It, 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 yeah, it, like it ruins the ending of the first like movie because when you watch yeah. it, you're like, "Oh God, she went down there and saw a gangbanger in her kitchen." That's what she's yelling about. <laughs> well, they're in suburban Carlsbad, okay. <laughs> and then at the end, and then you go from the first movie. It's this subtle, like subtle little scares, and there's like you know, there's baby powder on the floor, and in that fifth one. They literally open a trunk and there's like assault weapons and they go on a full blown like witch hunt with witches getting blasted with shock. I was like, this has gone off the fucking rails, this series. Well, Look at this. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, yeah, that was that you was have, scary. Witch, you have witches bad. running out of the darkness like, ah! <laughs> Do it again, what? Ted. Ah! <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Oh. <laughs> NASCAR, man. That was a nice uh, score. It was just, it's <laughs> one of those things where you just kind of have to just go with it. Just go that's with a series, it. it was, that's a series to me. Like, I thought the Saw movies, first one to the last one, the last one wasn't great, but it was still good enough to me. But Paranormal Activity, first one amazing, second one, eh, third one great, and then just 
Go ahead. But what about what for if... pure popcorn movie value? Is it just some good jump scares and neat effects? Yeah. Regardless of its its role in the series? Yeah. Yeah. If you just want that and nothing else, then it's okay. But as far as the series is concerned, to be the final film, it lets you down. Much mm-hmm. like the end of The Matrix lets you down. Yeah. Oh, my God. This the is... third film. Okay. Yeah, that Matrix third film. Well, it's, it's the same exact thing as what they did with The Matrix. You took five movies and then you are, yeah, five movies counting marked ones. And then you ended it with characters that we don't know, we have no emotional attachment to. And that's exactly what the third Matrix movie did. You rang us through the ringer and you ended it with the architect, who's a fucking asshole, some stupid kid, and and the, uh, and the, the woman chicky, they recast as the because as the Oracle. she died. Yeah, but it's like, I, I, oh yeah, and we have no with, emotional attachment to her. Forgot about that. Yeah, so, it was done with the Oracle, Chris. Tell me if you agree. I always felt they the lady died, so they said we're going to write it into the plot that she had to make some decision we don't know about that changed her appearance. If yeah. that's what they were, if they're going to do that, why did they just replace an old black lady with an old black lady? If she was have to change her appearance, why not make it like a totally different? Like now she's a white Asian or a white Asian guy. Now she's an Asian man. Well, mm-hmm. just my like... thing. It shouldn't have been regulated to a throwaway line, and that's yeah. what it was. If you missed the line because you were chewing your popcorn, then you don't know what the hell happened. And all the answers were in the stupid tie-in video game, which was horrible, and you couldn't yeah. get through. Yeah. So, I no, had, that was just bad. A, I had to make a decision that changed my appearance from a 75-year-old African-American lady to another 75-year-old African-American <laughs> lady. Now they won't find me. <laughs> now they won't find me. <laughs> like, Morpheus should have said, uh, you're, you're very smart, Oracle, but you're really bad at... At a, uh, <laughs> you are not the master of disguise. You you're not a master of disguise. You're no master of disguise. You don't know kung fu. <laughs> there is a spoon for you. They should have gone in there. There should have been like a little, like little Asian boy. You should have been like, that's the oracle now. Yes. See? Like, oh, that no, I'll cool, right? you on that. I can agree with you on that. But that's my point. That's exactly what they did with this one. Is and it run you through a ringer for all these movies, and then left you with a bunch of characters that you don't know. And don't care, and didn't give you any Katie. And let's what face it, we watched it for Katie. Did they actually find in the story? Did they find a 3D camera and they filmed the movie with that? Is that written into the plot? No, it's it's because the the cameras that they use can see paranormal activity, so that's why you can see it. And then 3D because, well, you know, why not? I thought there was gonna be a stump, stupid plot where somebody actually like is in an attic and they open a trunk. They go, "Hey, look, we found Dad's old 3D camera." And they start that's filming usually with that. how it goes, but it's no. like who the hell has one of those just lying around? Wait, it's three D. It's in three D, Matt. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, it's an option. You don't have to spend the extra six bucks. I always look like such a nerd in my glasses and my three D glasses. <laughs> um, Aww, sir, you're yeah. in a movie theater watching Paranormal Activity, yeah. or usually some Marvel movie. That's so true. Who cares? <laughs> my it company is isn't filled exactly. with nerds. <laughs> You are not at the cool kids' party. I'm sorry. I, Matt, yeah, Chris, I went to Star Wars Celebration, and I had a stupid shirt with Darth Vader on it, and some friend of mine said, like, I can't believe you'd wear such a shirt. I was like, yeah, I'd hate to look like a nerd at the Star Wars Celebration. You're that guy, you know, I, you know I skipped that. It was awesome, dude. It was really just a con with Star, Star Wars shit. What, what did That's you guys think? We're gonna, we're gonna, what did both of you guys think about the Star Wars trailer? We watched that. We were hyped up all, all week last week, and then it ended up airing after we got off the air. 
You guys Star Wars fans? I was when I was a little kid, when it didn't suck. <laughs> Aww. That new one looks great, though. I think the new one I'm, looks great. I'm excited because we have our characters, and I think that's the problem with the prequels is you didn't have that passing of the baton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just had a bunch of people that aren't our characters. Our, I think the, you know, this is, our this actors. Is, I think this is the movie people have wanted. The prequels were not Star Wars. No, they, they weren't. Didn't have, they didn't have TIE Fighters, didn't have X-Wings, no Millennium Falcon. This is the real movie that people have been waiting for. And I agree. I'm excited, but I am cautiously excited because I don't want a repeat of 1999. There's no possible way it can be as bad as the. It can't be better than the Phantom Menace. I I think we've come a long way with movies and (laughs) ideas. And I don't know, even in general, just seeing people on screen, it's like they have a whole new level of really feeling their persona. So. I think after the whole, the little Anakin, Chris, whatever his name is, kind of botched, they're probably a little more meticulous on how they pick their Well, they have better, they don't have Lucas doing everything. They have, they're actually, you know, that was the problem. The prequels to me was not the actors, because you had Samuel Jackson and Liam Neeson were terrible actors in those things. Mm -hmm. That's what George Lucas did. George doesn't, not only does he not know how to work with actors, is he doesn't like to work with actors. So that was part of the problem right there. Well, we have J.J. now. You know, J.J. is, one, he grew up on Star Wars. His frame of reference is the same as ours. So Mm -hmm. I trust him. And he did great things (laughs) with Star Trek. So, And I like Star Trek the way it was, but I like his Star Trek too. But see, Uh, still, whenever you do anything Star Wars themed, like, like, you know, when we go to Disney or whatever, like Star Tours and stuff like that, it's always the first three movies. It's like they don't even. It's almost like they dropped them like Disney did Roger Rabbit. Well, yeah. Disney's the... kind of dropped those pre the prequels. They acknowledge they existed, but they're they're doing very little to mention them. Let's say that that's, they're like. That's the actual the unwritten um, the unwritten memo that went out is that they are part of the canon, but we're not selling them because that's yeah. not their financial audience. Mm-hmm. So they're acknowledging them, they were made, they exist, they're canon, but they are not going to celebrate them in any way, shape, or form. And the only it's reference, like, it's, like, it's like the new uh, the new Star Wars Battlefront game, nothing mm-hmm. from the prequels in that game. There's nothing. And then you As have like, well, shouldn't be. the only reference is you had, they showed one shot, you see some broken down pod racers in the background in the first mm-hmm. trailer, and that's like, that's it, that's all you're going to get from the, <laughs> the prequels. <laughs> I didn't like the rat tails, dude. If they have rat tails, I'm off the new movie, man. <laughs> and I've always no said that. No more rat tails. George Lucas, to go. That, that's what ruined, that, that was the worst part of the first. Or the, the or worst the part was the movies. rat tail. Give me a break. I like okay. the podcast announcers. I hope they make a return. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, uh, Fo, Fo, their names are Foe and Greg something. Greg was one of them. You know what would have been? Well, what would have been cool, Norma, is if they would have had, as the podcast racers, Statler and Waldorf from The Muppet Show. That would have been been better. That would have been fantastic. The two old guys in the balcony. (laughs) No no joke, guys. I remember being in the theater, and I'm like the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, so I was super hyped. And as I said, I was one of those people who, for like a month after Phantom Menace came out, I was trying to convince myself it was good, and then I I couldn't lie. I couldn't live a lie anymore, and I'd say it was a piece of shit. But I remember being in the theater, and you could just feel the theater – 
throughout the movie, like the tension of, oh my God, oh, this is bad, this is bad, getting worse and worse. And when those, when it cut to the shot of those that two-headed announcer going, hey, everybody, welcome today to another be- I remember hearing an audible in the theater, someone going like, oh my God. <laughs> like in the theater. It was bad. It was it was atrocious. So yeah, I like the trailer. I remember, them, I remember one of them saying, I don't care what galaxy you're from, that's got to hurt. That did get a laugh. I remember that did get a laugh <laughs> oh in the God. theater. That's so uh, bad. You know, that's why I've not bought the big set that has all the Star Wars deleted scenes that we've been waiting 30 years to see or whatever. Uh, I refuse to buy it because I don't want to own those movies. That's not worth 80 bucks to me. It's, well, you know what? I mean, the worst I mean, deleted scene in any Star Wars movie. I enjoyed movie, the prequels I, when I saw them. I didn't see any issues. I, I liked episode two and three. I one saw is the, one of the, one's a terrible movie. Uh, yeah, there's like a deleted scene, guys. There's a delete. Yeah, there's a deleted scene in episode three that I saw, and I was like, if you thought those movies were bad, if they had left this in, it would have been the worst scene ever. And I, I was shocked that they even conceptualized this. No joke. Episode three. There's a scene where Anakin is talking to R two D two over his little mic. He's like, he's like, R two, we need you to open the blah 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 door. And R two goes, blah, 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 like beeps back. And Obi wan says. Did he, he, he we need to he said so and so and and Anakin actually goes he didn't say that he said blah 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 blah, blah. Anakin <laughs> actually speaks droid What? He does he does he he actually goes blah 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 blah, 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 blah. and he says well that's not what he said oh oh you think he said blah blah blah, 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 blah. He actually fucking does that and the R2 that's sound comes out of his mouth crazy. And I was like they actually scripted and filmed this meaning it was this close and I, I, you know what? I, I was so shocked. I filmed it and I put it on YouTube, and I will link you all. Yes. Thank you. Please do. But, yeah. but I, the part that really turned me off what was, I, I liked a lot of it, but I didn't like it a lot. But the whole dialogue to where she was like, "Anakin, I think I'm pregnant." I, I don't know, man. It just didn't. Feel wow, that's, it was like that's a sore amazing. thumb. That's amazing. Your Poe, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't like. Hey, Dolly. I don't like. I don't like sand. It's all coarse and gets everywhere. Not like yeah. here. Are you, you know, talking about the shitty know, dialogue between Episode 3 is where we saw Kashyyyk, but some people don't realize that we saw Kashyyyk on the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, that's true. You guys are really nerdy now because I don't know what you're talking about. It's best that you do not know anything about the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, check I own it. About. I own it, but I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I have it. Yeah. Who doesn't? Come on. It was Who not- doesn't have that that we're not supposed to have? <laughs> but then there was one with the Ewoks, right? There was some Ewok special that came yeah, out. Yeah, the same one, wasn't it? There were two. The Ewok Adventure? Uh, Ewoks, just, the Ewok was, Adventure the and Ewok Battle, Battle for Battle. Endor. I swore I was going to marry an Ewok. I'm like, we really I'm need marry to an Ewok your yeah. problem. You, you know, story. Chris, I, I've told you know, this story uh, before, but this is my, 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 my good Star Wars story. The first time I've seen Jedi... My mom dropped me and my sister off at the theater, right? And we went in to see Return of the Jedi. And that that shit was 20 minutes long, and Jabba the Hutt wasn't even in it. We went in the wrong oh. theater. What did you Oh, do? no. We paid the money. Like Love Hopes or something like that? Yeah. We was like, man, the movie already started. And 20 minutes later, it ended. And damn, Jabba the Hutt wasn't even in it. You walked into the <laughs> middle of like an, an Ewok battle? Yeah, yeah, it was it was like the indoor battle at the end. Well, let's get on to some horror stuff, though. I yeah. love Star Wars. What have you guys seen lately? What do y'all recommend? Uh, have y'all been watching American Horror Story? What do you think of the new season of that? We haven't touched on that. I want to know if you guys have been watching that. 
anything you guys want to talk about. We got like 20 minutes. Okay, go, Miranda. I was just going to say, I actually haven't seen American <laughs> Horror Story, so I have no opinion on that one. I'm, do you, have you watched the previous seasons? Yeah. This season is very good. I think it's. I think it might be the most demented the show's ever been. I've Ooh. seen Mix, man. And Lady Gaga is a creepy, creepy looking that lady. Ed made a post the other day, uh, author Ed, which was just in chat that he he said that he's off of it uh, for this season. It was too weird or something. He posted the other day. It's uncomfortable. It's, it's, it's are you a Lady Gaga fan, Ted? Say what? Are you a Lady Gaga fan? I, I am Gaga. not, but this has made me a fan because there's she's really good on the show. <laughs> you know what? I think some of her stuff actually. I'm not but, gonna lie, but but she like really went to acting school, right? I mean, because, she's really good. She's she's a good actress on that I think, show. I think she's like an Academy Award type. They said that before she was ever on the show that that her acting was supposed to be superb because she'd done all kinds of studies in it. She's hmm. here. She, you see her when she first shows up. She's kind. Chris, I don't like. They go to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery and watch yeah, a movie. Yeah, and. She lo- first of all, there's like 30 people there. You know the reality. That place is on. The reality is, it's Who like the fuck would want to go there. Ten thousand um, people to go see a movie. It, but she shows up and she's she's really. I can't tell if she's hot or just scary looking. She's scary. really bizarre looking. And then by about the third episode, you're kind of like, she's, she's yeah. You're kind of like she she's pretty. She's and she's. But when she first shows up, she's got Matt Bomer, who's dreamy as hell. Look at him. Holy shit. But. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of terrifying looking, and then gradually, it's sort of I don't know. It's yeah. I, I watched the you? first episode. It's gro- is it growing on you, Ted? <laughs> I I can't tell. I I think she seems like somebody that would uh like she would cut your throat like that movie Snapdragon with Pamela Anderson. Did you ever oh, see wow. that? You went you went there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see Snapdragon right. <laughs> Straight to video, Pam Anderson stuff. Remember how she would cut dudes' throats while banging them? Like that seems like what <laughs> Lady Gaga would do. Or I don't know. She seems like she yeah. drinks blood or something. Is she a succubus or a vampire? I don't understand. She, they're, She's they're a vampire. vampire. She's a vampire. Okay. Yeah, I've only seen the first episode. I've not because you know it's our busy season, so I haven't caught up. But I'm going to do that this week. But the first episode was littered with references to Blade Runner and The Shining. The Shining, big time, yeah. and um, The Hunger, twice, actually. What was Blade Runner? Blade Runner is, um, first of all, what is her name? Um, Some, punk Rock, no, punk rock Chicky. Oh, that's Daryl right. Daryl Hannah? Yeah, the Daryl Hannah. Yeah, she's like Pris in Blade Runner. That's true. She has got the hair, for sure. The, the hair, the jacket, the choker. I mean, it's the outfit. That's true. And uh, then you have the hunger scene, two different hunger scenes, the Hollywood Forever, Hollywood Forever Cemetery scene, and then they actually play Bella Lugosi's Dead later on in the episode. Now, Chris, did it annoy you? Uh, like it annoyed me when they're watching Nosferatu at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. The movie's completely out of sequence. Every time they cut to it, the scenes are not in the right order. Did you notice that? I noticed it, but it's just like you can't. You got to just. It's a show. So <laughs> just let it go. Dude, I just got spoiler hate. I posted that stick figure on Facebook, and everybody's like, spoiler much? What? <laughs> the, the, the Glenn stick figure thing. I'm so sick of spoiler and Facebook. You know what? I, I, I give you I, you know, I give you 10 hours or, or the next day or whatever. Yeah. We do a show about zombies. <laughs> exactly. 
You know, if you can't watch your show that you're obsessed with, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. And that's not Miranda, even a spoiler. Yeah. Exactly. Miranda, what else what else have you seen? Um The Last Shift. Has anybody seen that one? No. I've never that? heard of these crazy movies you've seen. That's with so Norman Reedus, yeah, isn't tell it? Tell me about it. No. No, it's not with Norman Reedus, but um by Anthony DeBlasi. It just came out uh last week or the week before, Chris? Sometime this yeah. Because a couple of weeks ago, Anthony DeBlasi uh directed that, Ted. Yeah, it's a really good one. It's probably my favorite movie of the whole year, and it's, oh, it's paranormal. Um, so it's about a, a rookie cop on uh, her first shift, and she's actually finishing the last shift of the police, old police station in her small town. Um, they're opening the new police station the next day, so all 911 calls have been transferred over. There's nothing left in the place that's been gutted, and she's there all by herself and uh, weird things start to happen. So it all takes huh. place over her, like, eight-hour shift, and uh, it was definitely, definitely scary. <laughs> I've got Last the trailer shift. up. Okay. A rookie cop. It's good. Is it a uh, movie good. theater, or is it, like, a POV? A B- it's a VOD. POV. POV. That's another one. half a million views. So. Watch that one late at night in the dark. It's good. Matt, your Last picture shift. keeps popping up, man, and distracting me. Are, are you, are you delivering mail like there? I feel like I'm leading bad expectations. I got to change my. I just didn't. What's, is that? Oh, is that? Are you, are you getting out of a car in your picture, it's a Matt? Twelve pack. That's my old car. Mean, yeah, it I ran had down. to like get in a cold bathtub, Matt. Come on. <laughs> it, that looks like the cover. That looks like the cover of the porn version of Mad Max. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Mad Mad Max, uh, Mad Max Boner Road. <laughs> Fury Chode. Fury Fury oh, Chode. Wait, wait a second. Boners, Ted. Wait, speaking of, thank you. <laughs> Take over. Um, Tallywhacker Wednesday. I, yes. I had some movies, That's but right. I said to them right before the show, I was like, "They're coming on today. Uh, I got to get my Tallywhackers ready because they're coming on." And I don't, I don't have an official list, but I had get thoughts ready. in my head. Again, so I'm going to tell the you the thoughts I had. I don't have a written down list. <laughs> Ted, it's Cover I, the Frogs to number one. But here's the thing. I haven't seen a lot of these. I, I actually thought, I was like, I can't think of ten tallywhackers. And then I don't want to cheat and be like, movies that she told me about I haven't seen. Hold on to your tallywhackers. So hold on to your tallywhackers. But here's the thing. I, I wanted to tell Miranda, I was researching movies I've seen with tallywhackers in them. They're horror movies. And I discovered they're not movies with tallywhackers. They're movies with tallywhackers being destroyed. They yes. only show up a wiener so they can destroy it in a movie. Is, am I am I am I right? Yeah, very true. Yeah, <laughs> the girls are meant to be naked and look great, but horror is all about destroying those penises in, in every way. <laughs> but the, the, some of the Aww. ones I thought of, and two of them are in teeth. Because let's be honest. What's your list? What's your list? I had. Um, Antichrist, William Defoe, black and white. The opening shot of Antichrist, okay, which was a great, a, which is an amazing sequence. And suddenly, there's just this slow thrusting shot of Willem Dafoe's ginormous wiener. Like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on here? I can never look at him the same since seeing that movie. Is, is that really <laughs> Dafoe's wiener? And I'm just wondering that too. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know. Body what about Scary Movie, uh, Miss Man? I remember working on that film, actually. Yeah. I remember Scary Movie. That was a good one. Miss Man's balls come out. Gross. Movie 43. Oh, that movie was fucking one of the worst oh, things. Oh, yeah. Was... That was a bad movie. There was that one. I had Hostel 2, 
the very end when the guy calls her a cunt and then she cuts his dick off and feeds it to the dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. Remember that? No. And yeah. every movie, in every movie, whenever a guy whips out his fake penis, it's always way bigger than a man's real penis. Am I wrong? No. Not Chris, you're black. No. Don't drag me into this. Yeah, don't drag me into this. Okay, so there's that. <laughs> there's there's that. One of one of the best ones ever. Serbian film when he kills the guy by jamming his penis into the guy's eyeball. Yes. Have you seen oh. Serbian film, Matt? Uh, no, I, I never want to. I've heard the too unedited much. version is on YouTube. I'm not going to watch it ever. You in my life. need to watch it, <laughs> dude. Man up. <laughs> man it's up. a movie. Man up Matt. and watch a rape scene with a child. <laughs> it's like every other up, it's a movie. <laughs> Matt, this this guy, this porn star. Look at the kitty cat. Oh Jesus! Uh, uh, uh. Looks like my cat, but bigger. Oh, um, no. This guy's got a giant porn 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 wiener. And he's fighting all these bad guys off, and he literally kills one of the guys by whipping his dick out, and he jams it into the guy's eye and, ki- and, and stabs his brain with his dick. Oh. And it's not played for laughs. It's, like, gruesomely, like, brutal. It's like, oh, my the whole God. Movie you should use that for zombies. The whole movie yeah. will make you take a really hot shower with a Brillo pad after. Yeah. <laughs> What's the McGregor movie? The guy from Star Wars where he was running naked. When he's, is that when he bangs Batman? No, he's uncircumcised. It's, it's like it's like the snuffle up. What's wrong with that, folks? It's all Canadian looking. You and McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian, like oh my god! I have no idea. The art. Now, another tallywhacker, and they. This was scene was great because I saw this movie and I was way too young, and you don't actually see anything, but it still ruined, screwed me up. The original, I spit on your grave, the bathtub scene. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that, that sequence? The off. little. The, the flick of the knife always, even when I was a little child, I don't know why I was watching a spin your grave when I was seven years old, but it's like it, it molded me into the man I am today. But, but my mom, I was like, that's what happened. My mom, what we, 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 we rented that movie, Ted, and my mom yeah. went back to the action video and she's like, I cannot believe it. There's a Coca Cola bottle scene and there's this <laughs> and that. And, and you know, because we always rented horror movies, but I spit on your grave, man, went over the line with my mom. I was like oh, seven years not- old standing there. Did she not know this from the cover? It's the rapiest movie like ever. Yeah. Well, no, because there is the works? remake and part two. The also, remake was fucking brutal, man. Yeah. It was. My mom actually calls Absolutely. that one, I pissed on your grave. I that's pissed on your grave? Hates. Yeah, that's how much she hates it. <laughs> that, that's probably the porn version. <laughs> Maybe. That'd be, <laughs> no, that'd be I, pissed on your, I pissed on your face. That'd be the porn version. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually here's a funny story. The girl, uh, what's her name? Uh, Butler. Uh, her name. She's the star of the um, Brett Butler. Brett Butler. She's a star of the I Spit in Your Grave remake. What the hell's Chris doing here? Is Chris? What's the girl who starred in the I Spit in Your Grave remake's name? Something Butler. Butler. Um, Butler. <laughs> I don't. I can't think of her name right now. Well, anyway, I, I Sarah Butler. Sarah, Sarah Butler. Butler. I said that. Oh, did you? I heard, I heard a dolly. When she it. speaks, just <laughs> listen. Team Dolly. I, I, I met her at a thing, and I wanted to say hi. And you, But you go like, I only know you from this movie where you got brutally raped for an hour. So how do you walk up? And I just actually was like, I was like, uh, so hey, I really liked the movie. And you go, oh, is that, is that weird? Like, I really liked the movie, well, but it's a movie it's where this girl's getting brutally raped for an hour. The problem is, is the only things you can reference are that one and the new one, part three. Or a Jennifer Blanc Bean movie, and those are crap. 
she did Sarah Butler character. in the third one? Yeah, she comes back. It's her character now, and she's like the Punisher. Good lord. Does yeah. she get re raped again? Better than it sounds. No. The, the, uh, 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 I spin your grave three, the re raping. Maybe she does <laughs> all the raping this time. Ride of Raper? Dude, there's got to be a movie with Guar in it, dude. I got two. I have two Tallywhacker films for you. I have one. Okay. And Dolly. I didn't has want to one. say. I didn't want to say. I. I, I just want to say teeth. Teeth. The scene where she bites it off at the end and feeds it to the dog. And but my number one Tallywhacker scene of all time: the crab scene in Teeth. Because that is, is, I literally verbally screamed out when that happened, like a little girl. Okay. First of all, I want to know why they always feed it to a dog. There's something about yeah. feeding a dick to a yeah, dog. Yeah. What is up with? I that? think it's because there's Dude. no. There's no. You know what? I think there's no. When when a man loses his wiener, there's always that. Don't worry, they can they can reattach it. They can build it stronger and faster than it was before. Stronger, but yeah. bionic dick. When the dog eats it, it's like all hope is lost. First yeah. of all, you say yeah. when like it's a common occurrence. When when that happens to every man, dogs eat dicks. That's a pretty common thing. I thought everyone knew. All right, Tally Wacker movies for you. Write this down, Ted. Write it down, got, Ted. Then I've got, got one. I got my All big right. old pencil ready. Tell me the tell me the blood sucking freaks. <laughs> blood Dick sucking freaks. Freak. Got it. There you go. Okay. And I've seen that. Dolly. Charlie's Farm. Which he one? Charlie's Farm, Australian film. He has his his thing cut off, and then they feed it to him and choke him to death with his own. Mm. Jesus. Oh, wow. But, hey, don't owe Jesus because, first of all, it's (laughs) it's got Kane Hodder and Tara Reid. It's not that real, okay? It's It's not a Serbian film. Is Kane Hodder the guy that gets to eat his own wiener? No. Sorry, is he what? Is Kane Hodder the guy that's fed his own wiener? No. I'm Kane Hodder and I love eating wiener. I'll choke you. (laughs) I must choke you. Never mind. My, 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 oh sure. my mine shouldn't be on the list. Never mind. Never what's mind, what's never yours mind. on the list? Never mind. What is it? it? It's the horror version. It, it's, I don't think again, it. again, sack up. What's on your list? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's you know part fourteen is okay, but part fifteen I think is a little bit better, and, and it's uh, Gang Bang My Mom. <laughs> the, the horror, the horror, the Halloween edition. Jesus. Gang Banging My Mom, the Halloween edition. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Like where they wear masks. Okay. Or? Okay. First of all, what okay. show is he on? <laughs> it's not the same one that the rest of us are on. Dude, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. God. Uh, but why? Why? It is a thing. Every I I was really thinking about this like a week or so ago, and I was like, every there's not there's not like there's nothing pretty about a, a wiener. They're nasty little horrible things, but they get to <laughs> they, they get destroyed and. They don't just show. It's like for yourself. A naked woman is a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but a wiener is. They just show it just so they can annihilate it. Well, movie. Ted, what about that RoboCop scene where he shoots all the guy's wangs off? Yeah, like we five we minutes talk, of wang that, shooting. That's so crazy. Have you seen the video of RoboCop shooting dicks for like five straight minutes? <laughs> no. It's no. Fantastic. That was horror. I will link you guys on uh, Twitter later. I was yeah. busy that five minutes. <laughs> You're busy not, and I was busy not watching dicks get five exploded. minutes, Chris. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. It was a sad, sad moment. Right, Norma? I'm with you. What, what yeah. was sad? You the, those five minutes. Yeah. 
Norma, you know, what's, your, what's uh, your favorite? What's your favorite penis in a movie? Boogie Nights. Ooh, Mark Wahlberg penis. <laughs> Quick. There you go. She she didn't even stutter. Didn't have to think about it. Nope. Should this be a conversation? Shouldn't this be a conversation when we bring Ginger on? Yeah, when's Ginger coming on, Sean? You want her? When we when can we get her on? Anytime. Yeah, whenever uh, near one thirty one comes out. It's gonna be early next year, probably around March or April, and I believe April. So yeah, hmm. so, so sometime around then. Okay. I, I just think it, it would be a good interview. Yeah. I mean, not oh, not porn wise. I mean, but just for the horror. <laughs> I mean, no. The Devil's rejects and stuff. I'm telling you that right now, that is not a topic open for discussion unless she brings it up first. Yeah, yeah, no, all, strictly horror. Her and Sid Haig and uh, the Devil's Rejects. I mean, we were just talking about that with uh, Lou Temple. Okay. Whenever he came <laughs> on for 31 also. And he was talking about her baking. Uh, the cookies and stuff that she makes is really, really good. So she's like a grandma on set and takes care of everybody. Like 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 cooking was. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're fluffy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. But, but guys, <laughs> what? Yeah. Yikes! Back and off. Yeah, Back that was off. the line. That was the line. Just take the cookies. Just take the cookies. I can't wait for uh, next Walking Dead when Glenn gets out of his predicament by stabbing a bunch of zombies with his wiener right in the eye. <laughs> so that's, that's how he's gonna do it. He's just like it's gonna be like a long ah, ah, he's gonna wagger. He's Fine. gonna have a. The little light bulb is going to go on. He's going to be like, oh, my God, a Serbian film. Yeah. And then <laughs> He's a nerd. He knew about Portal. He's going to start thinking of all these things he's seen and be like, he's going to start having flashbacks. And he's going to have that music from Kill Bill, like that. <laughs> and he's going to remember a Serbian film. Yep. But, guys, we got to get to the wrap-up show. The next show right. is showing up in our chat. But, uh, you know, we got to have you guys on in the next few weeks. You know, it was uh, – a little uh, longer this time. A little so longer back, this like, time. Immediately. Send back like in a two weeks or next week or whenever they want to come back. Yeah, yeah. We'll line something up uh, in the next couple of weeks because uh, we love everything that uh, you do, Sinful, and you do, Miss Miranda. We uh, we support you guys fully. But uh, Miss Miranda, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Dolly underscore Hearts, on Instagram at Dolly Hearts Two, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dolly Hearts Thirteen. Yeah. And. <laughs> and they can find you what other place, and where's that? Sorry? And they can find you one other place, and where's that? You can find me on T-shirts at some T. <laughs> Are you wearing tea. one? I'm not wearing one, no. Um, is it T-Fury? It's T-Public. Sorry, T-E-E Public. You can find the whole Simple Celluloid line there. So yes. there's basic Simple Celluloid T-shirts, there's Dolly Hart T-shirts. And Ace Jenna T-shirts, who is another awesome addition to our team. Good prices over there. I was looking at those today, actually. Yeah, there's they are. Kind of, there's some great shirts. Go ahead. There are good prices. And watch out for sales every once in a while, too. Nice, so, yes, nice. it, if you want to wear her on your shirt, that's what you need to I do. I know I'd like to get Dolly on my chest. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on. It's, it's, it's well, a show we're putting t-shirt. on. i got to be you get funny. a t-shirt. Wait, what's this deal? <laughs> I was just going to say, if you get any, make sure you put them out there so I can see you in them. Oh, okay. Yep. I, I linked you guys on uh, Twitter to the RoboCop uh, shooting dicks for five straight minutes, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you, sir. That's awesome. It's very, <laughs> it's, it's a little rough when it starts, and then it just keeps going, and it gets funnier and funnier. Yep. <laughs> so, Mr. Christopher Jimenez, yes. did I say it right? No. no. <laughs> Jimenez. <laughs> Jimenez. Thank you, Norma. 
Chris, we'll go with Chris. Chris, where can people find you, Mr. Sinful? Uh, they can find me at, at Sinful Celluloid, and you can find me there on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, everything Sinful Celluloid. Nice and simple. Nice, nice. Tiger Claw, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at TigerClaw305, as well as on Instagram at TigerClaw305. Nice, nice. Miss Norma Latte. You can find me on Twitter under Normie477, or you can find me on All Games on Thursday nights with Knuckleballer Radio at 9, or yes, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And come game with me on Xbox Live under Normie Bug. Oh, and you can find me on Facebook under Normie Late. Nice. And Ted, dude, uh, tell us about your video real quick, too. Everybody go to the YouTubes, uh, watch Combat Kids cartoon I made uh, with okay. Matto and K's, K's, Mortal Kombat. Uh, and my son. Yeah, and, uh, uh, Matt, yes, and, and, and my cat is in there meowing. Uh, if you, if you, <laughs> you're eagle-eyed viewers, meow. that's literally my cat. Um, that and uh, Tadakin on everything, and I will... If, hey, you, if, you get, if, you, if you're getting the Halo 5s, I'll be playing the Halo 5s, depending on the installation was, time, was, which I'm sure is a million years. Midnight, right? Was Boo the voice of Kintaro? Yeah, that was Boo. Ah, cool. <laughs> Boo the cat. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, so, Mr. Matt McFly, where can people find you? Uh, at Matt McFly, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y. Uh, Tuesday nights on Video Game Outsiders at VideoGameOutsiders.com. And PSN M. Bradford. There you go. And in the Guinness Book of World Records Video Game Edition. Yeah, dude, I was in Walmart and Target the other day and picked those up and saw the ZombieCast. Dude, it makes me smile that every That's Target cool. and Walmart in America has got ZombieCast in it because of you. Thank you. No problem. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So flip to the back of that, the Gamers Edition. Uh, to all the people out there, it's a nice, beautiful. Matt, you look a little different than your Skype picture in the. Yeah, the Guinness. I, I gained I gained a couple pounds for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to, to look like a gamer. Yeah. Yeah, I try to fit the role, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com/slash Freeman Daddy Five. My Xbox One gamer tag is Freeman Daddy Seven. And that's just the number seven, Freeman Daddy Seven. And like Norma said, we do Knuckleballer Radio here every Thursday night, nine o'clock p.m. Eastern at AllGames.com forward slash chat. And uh, I want to thank uh, Cephasay Lloyd guys for coming on and Gal for uh, stopping by. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having, having us. Nice. Thanks so much. Nice, nice. Thanks, guys. Yes, but on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, Miss Dolly Miranda Hartz, Mister Chris. Him, him. Hermano. He was doing so well. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Thor. We got Thor on here. Uh, Thor, yeah. We will say thank Mr. you. Uh, t- thank you. We look forward to uh, Thor. Uh, what's that? Uh, Ragnarok or whatever coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to uh, love it. Yep. But uh, Mr. Simple Celluloid, uh, Mr. Tiger Claw, Mr. Norman Latte, Mr. Tedekin, Mr. Manny McFly, myself, Freeman Daddy 5. We call episode 177. Zombie cast a total wrap. And, and one more mention, uh, yeah, we're working out some stuff uh, with uh, with the Zombie Research Society. So, so some new and improved and better things are going to be coming out from those guys and us. And also, we got a meeting coming up uh, that we're planning now with uh, the Daily or DailyDead.com. So check out DailyDead.com. We might cool. uh, have some awesome. partnerships coming up with those guys. Uh, we got an email from them, and uh, they want to meet with Zombie Cast. So it's pretty awesome for us. But we want to thank all the listeners out there. You guys are awesome, but uh, Dolly, you can say, how, how does a female say goodbye in Canada? So you can sign Jesus. us out, Dolly, with the whole, yeah, yeah, bye, bye, 
boat. Thanks for listening, eh, guys? Have a good night. Don't let the zombies bite. Good night, zombies. Don't let the zombies bite. Sell us out. Bite the boat. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.